Hey guys, guys, welcome back to another episode of Jib and Jew's Bloody Woo! Gen Z Talks. We're back again. Cue the audience clapping. Yay! Hanju, do you want to introduce the guest that we have today? It's a yes. very special guest, by the way, guys. We are so excited to be joined today with our first ever actually famous guest. Oh my God, guys. Actually famous. Tenfold us. Oh my God. Who's sadly from the UK, so I'm a bit outnumbered. Rip. Sadly. Um, I'm sure many of you have come across him on your TikTok for you page. We know you haven't deleted TikTok like you should. Get off it. Get off those five. No, you shouldn't. TikTok, TikTok is the best. But here's the lovely Alex Kim <laughs> or Songi174, as you may know him. Alistair actually has 329.k followers on TikTok. And his video on non-Asian people giving themselves Asian names has 766.5k likes. Oh my <laughs> Imagine it was just 766. Yeah. No, K was a K after. So Gibrat, what the and hell surprisingly, is Yeah. Surprisingly, he, he agreed to come on our podcast, which I'm still kind of I yeah shocked about. Gibrat, yeah. I'm gonna say I think we made it. This oh yeah, it. I think we definitely we have we made, made it. it. We made it. For sure. Yes. So just a warning for you guys. Yeah. It's quite a long episode. We didn't think it would be, but mm. the stuff that we get into is very deep-ish. Definitely worth listening to though. I think we do touch up on very real issues too. So he's very witty, he's very funny, and he talks about really good stuff like internalized racism within the Asian community and very relevant topics as well. If you haven't already, check him out, follow him, like his content. So, Jibran, how do we even, like, contact Alistair? Do you remember? I think he first popped up on my For You page, like, mm. early this year. I'm talking about January 2021. Oh, what? And, yeah, 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 I saw him back then. He came up on my For You page. And I remember, like, watching his content and I was quite, like, it was like a f- breath of fresh air, not to sound mm. cliche, because it was mm. very, like, something that I'd not seen before, like, something I'd not heard before mm. as well. We will yeah. get onto that more in the episode. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. But then um, um, I think, Hanju, you saw his video yeah. about... LinkedIn. Um, I definitely saw his videos before, but there was one uh, on LinkedIn. It was very funny, and at the end, he was like, "Guys, like, add me on LinkedIn." So, what does Gibran and I do? Of course, we follow him. <laughs> of course, and, you know, he turns like out the stalkers that we are. Yeah, just like friendly, friendly little networking, shall we say? But since then, we hit it <laughs> off, and he, you know, we brought him here against his own will. So. It turned out really well for mm-hmm. all of us, I must say. Kidnapping included. So before we dive right into the episode, we just want to let you guys know what the kind of the table of contents that we talked about mm. within the episode. Mm. So we kind of talked about TikTok and his career on TikTok and mm. how he got such a massive following. And then we started to talk about his actual content that he posts. So it's stuff like, um, you know, the as Hanji mentioned before, the internalized racism in within the Asian community and within the non-Asian community as well. Yeah. So everyone else. Yeah. And um, what else did we talk about? Balancing his TikTok career with law studies. We talked about um, a, a lot on um, K-pop fans versus K-pop stands and mm-hmm. Alice's view on the K-pop industry in general as well. Um, and we actually... As well as fetishization all- as well. Yes, that was a big topic, um, very relevant um, amidst all of this new sort of craze on Asian culture and he also distinguished between Mm -hmm. East Asian um, experiences and South Asian experiences and I think that's where we all put our input in and it got quite deep um, for a good reason. It got quite deep guys not gonna lie. Yeah I think Mm -hmm. we did kind of bear our souls there and kind of shared our really personal experiences um, living in the UK and Australia um, with our own Asian cultures as well so 
yeah, I think that's something that you can yeah. look forward to and hopefully relate to. And we really ask those dilemmas that's only unique to the Asian community, I think. And that is not really spoken much about. So let us know what you think about that. Yes, definitely. Uh, and then we ended up with um, some of um, Alistair's aesthetic beauty tips. So watch out for that one. Yes, like his skincare and hair. And hair, yes. The important questions in life, Most right? important. The important questions. Let's get into but yeah, it. Without further ado, let's get into it. Yo. Cue the music. Hello? Hello, Alistair. Hi. Can you hear us? Hi. Alistair. Hi, how are you guys? We're good. Nervous. What about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank wow. you, man. You sound exactly like TikTok, which is a good sign. You're not a robot. Uh, <laughs> what did you expect? Well, you're the first Alistair that I've ever met. Loki, yeah. same. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's such a cool name. An uncom- uncommon name, to be honest. I've heard of it on TV, but I just thought it was a made up name. It does sound like a yes. Harry Potter name. It is very cool. Yeah, like that. I feel Loki. like if Dumbledore didn't go by Albert, it will be Alistair Dumbledore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I see that. I, I, I don't know. Like, my, my parents gave us, gave the children, like, very weird names, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, uh, they, they're trying to make us sound exotic or something, but... <laughs> so <laughs> and dad. Were, yeah, thanks. Like, you know, thanks, mom and dad. Yeah, exactly. Do you get a lot of, like, calls like this? Like, requests to... Of be course a- not. Of course <laughs> not. <This laughs> really? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like my first... This is my first time doing something like this. Yeah, this, but... I'm so honoured. Yeah. Like, contrary to popular belief, I know a lot of people think, oh, you, you, you have, like, followers on TikTok, so... You probably get like tons of messages every day with like tons of requests. No, I don't. I actually do not get wow. any sort of wow. like, uh, I do get messages from time to time, like, you know, about my content in general, but like, yeah, nothing, nothing of this nature. Yeah. That's exciting. We're, we're on it. <laughs> did not see that coming. <laughs> Loki. The one thing I've been asked before is like uh, to, to collab with someone to like raise awareness about certain stuff. But I, I thought it was a scam. That, that's the thing i thought it was a scam they were like oh i want you to join this particular platform that i've made it's for like asian creators right oh, uh, there was this like this asian guy uh from america i was like ah, i was a little skeptical i was yeah. like why what what is this nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna click on this link you know it looks a little dodgy exactly. did you think this was a scam this uh yeah. no because I, was kind of, I i saw like your profile and all that your your Good. spotify link and all, so i was like yeah this looks this looks very legit. actually legit yeah so, yeah, and exactly. I'm Australian, so, so like we're nice. We're not like the Americans. We don't scam people. We make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's I mean, true. I've been. That's true. I, I've been to Australia a couple of times. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah. where did you go? Willingly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been to like Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne. You know those kind of cities because because my sisters, <gasps> my sister study in um in in Adelaide, and yeah, yeah. I've like oh, yeah. family at, in in Perth. Yeah, in Perth. Again, willingly, so, but so not my Sydney. cousins. But not Sydney. You went yeah, to be... you went to Perth and Adelaide. Oh, of course, Sydney. I went to Sydney. Yeah, the okay, last okay, time good. I went to Sydney. I was gonna say like... we are the superior city. <laughs> oh, you're you're from Sydney then, Sydney. Yeah, I'm in Sydney. I don't and really you like have Sydney. this running job. I don't, I don't really like Sydney. Yeah, but Australia. Jaron's <laughs> convinced that Australia is like in hell on earth, but. I know he's just missing out. Honestly, we have the best. It's the it's the creatures that put me off. Yeah, but we have oh, we have an yeah. ice cream cake that looks like a frog. We love that. Our doesn't creatures. mask the giant spiders no, you we, have. We though. care for our creatures, but they're just like a part of our lives. Like, just get My over God. it. It's worth it. It's Stockholm syndrome. I feel like Australia looks like the UK, but a lot better. That's the We're thing. We're happier a lot version. Than the UK. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We have more sun. <laughs> 
uh, wait, because Alistair, because you live in the UK, what do you think yes. of the UK? Honestly, compared to like, so basically, I'm from Malaysia. I I lived in Malaysia like almost all my life until I came here when I was like 18 or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, compared to Malaysia, I definitely prefer, sort of prefer it here. I don't want to sound wow. like I'm talking. Sh- I talk. Can, can I swear? <laughs> Am I allowed? Yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah swear. Yeah, talking yeah. shit about. <laughs> Yeah. talking shit about my own country but i know the weather here a lot of people give a lot of shit um to the uk about the weather but i think it's pretty cool you don't, you don't I, want I it love to be, it you don't want it to be super hot right so yeah i like it i like it here Andrew, you should move here no, uh, that's sky. true that's true i will agree with that like it is a bit miserable here sometimes but, Wait, whereabouts are you are you in london uh no I, i'm in uh, i'm in bristol 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 oh okay how do you how do you like bristol is it i think a really nice city i think it's a real i think that was like a year where we got like best student city or like best city in the uk Ooh. a couple of years ago yeah i, I just really like i've it. actually never like been i should probably go then you have been to the, to bristol obviously it's not that good then no. right <laughs> no. anyway, it's not that bad but we might just get cracking with the questions first yeah we were just really curious about your tiktok journey overall yeah. um, so what was your journey like from like setting up your account and now having mm-hmm. 1.4 million views in one of your videos like was it all an accident like did this just kind of happen to yeah. you or, or, like yeah. tell us yeah you could say it was an accident but, uh, i made a tiktok like everyone else i guess um in 2019 i believe like october 2019 uh, yeah around two years early ago. wow this, yeah wow. two years like 2019 like i made the account because my sisters my friends were all talking about it um, and obviously, I know about Douyin. You guys know about Douyin? It's like the China TikTok. It's no. been very popular. Yeah, uh, it's very popular in, in China, Douyin. But um, yeah, I made an account. And uh, that's why I had the username Sonki. Now, the thing is, a lot of people think, oh, you're Korean, right? Sonki is like a Korean name. It does sound name. like a Korean name. I yeah, thought exactly. that, yeah. So, there's, a, there's, a, there's a story behind it. So uh, when I made the account, I obviously did not want to put my real name because I never thought of making content. Yeah. I just wanted to be like a like a lurker, right? Lurking behind, watching videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, and, sure. Like yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at that, at that time, I was super into the, uh, the K-draw. What is it? The uh, Descendants of the Sun. If you guys <gasps> know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that okay, was okay. like, I really like the main character. All my yeah. friends love the main character. We always like, oh, we want the hair. He, he's so popular. <laughs> right? So yeah. yeah, so I was like, yeah, Song T. And I just put some random numbers at the back, oh, you know? And yeah. that's, that's how the username came to be. Song T 174. So, yeah, and I never bothered to change it back because, I don't know, uh, I heard some stories, if you change your username, uh, TikTok's going to ban your account and shit. So I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. But yeah, I did yeah. not make content when I make um, an account. I just literally left it there mm. until um, the UK went into like lockdown ah, in uh, okay, the following okay. year, right? The lockdown was like full on. And I just thought to myself, why not? You know, just make a couple yeah. of videos just for yeah. fun you know like it's not like anyone's gonna see or watch it right Bill, did you know yeah. <laughs> uh, i mean when i first started making i did not get any views like not i mm. definitely got some views but not a lot of views like a couple, couple hundred right yeah. couple hundred views and stuff but i didn't mind i didn't like oh, so little views so i'm gonna start making yeah, yeah, videos yeah. but i thought yeah, make a yeah. video like every couple of days because i was wow. like i had nothing to do right i, I couldn't leave my room uh do anything like yeah, you can, yeah. even if you go to like sainsbury's or like tesco's or something you, you can you can buy groceries because people are just panic buying was a really uh, but uh, the uk was just really grim especially mm. around uh i think like march april uh, may 
around that period of time. Yeah, April, yeah. May. I heard stories, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the toilet paper roll and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't even buy toilet paper. It was mm. that bad. But yeah, it was God. that period of time. I started making content every couple of days. And um, some of the videos, I would say, like, quote, unquote, blew up, you know? It's yeah. not like mm-hmm. to the extent 100,000, 200,000 views, but it's like mm. 10,000 views. I was like, whoa, That's no still way. Good. That's yeah, a still, lot. I was like, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It was a lot to me. I was like, it's, this is so cool. This is so cool. And I was getting a lot of like, yeah. interactions and stuff. You do feel gassed though, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because prior to this, uh, I'm, a, I'm not the kind, I know it's kind of ironic to say, but I'm not the kind of guy who <laughs> likes to post a lot of stuff about himself I don't buy oh, like, I don't know yeah. <laughs> like his, I have a private Instagram uh, right. I have like t- 180 followers on Instagram all my close friends and family mm. was like mm. 180 followers and stuff mm. uh, so this was the first time I was doing anything like this mm. and uh, the type of content I was posting yeah we'll get to that a little later but yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely <laughs> want to dissect that exactly. the only thing I would say right now is I slowly grew my following then especially right. after mm. I got I, right. I, re- I achieved like 1,000 followers. That mm. was when the live feature was unlocked. The li- you know, oh, you yeah. Could go, yeah, you could go live on TikTok with 1,000 yeah. followers. So I gave that a try. And yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's, what's wrong with the feature, but every time <laughs> I get off live, I'll, get, I'll gain like extra 300 followers from like a wow. single live wow. session. So I was like, this is insane, right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is insane. So yeah, I went live almost every single day. Yeah, maybe I should wow. yeah, because I, I enjoyed it this first and the first day I really enjoyed it and it was a good way to like I would say like farm followers, farm followers. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. What did you talk um, about in the lives though? Was it just random stuff or was it like you had like a plan? Yeah, the thing I always thought it would be awkward because I had I was like, what am I gonna talk about? But the thing is when you go live, I think this applies to anyone and you get um some sort of like you get some viewers maybe like back then mm-hmm. i had like maybe 30 viewers 30 mm-hmm. views or something they'll keep bombarding you with questions like how you guys are <laughs> oh, now right yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh well, what's your name where, where are you from tell us about we sound this. better tell than that. that we sound like yeah. creepy, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. this is definitely better but... not as creepy yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, have you guys went live on tiktok before like any of you went live on tiktok before? i've not Hi. done it because i've been too scared to do it it's been unlocked for me but i've just been too mm. scared to do it mm. Right, right. But I mean, if you guys want to give it a try, you, you see what I'm saying, because people will just come in and say the most random thing, the dumbest thing you've ever seen, and then you respond to it. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. And because I was I going live every single day, I was uh, I was sort of gaining the, the very, the viewers who always watch my lives, you know, the mm. regulars. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. So every time I got there, like, oh, when's the next time you go live? I was like, mm. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll That's see you so guys yeah, All right, see you then, see you then. Yeah. Uh, I'll go live at 7 p.m. and they'll come in and yeah, sort of like this fixed family basically. I love uh, that. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Because so, yeah. you mentioned like fixed family, I think it does sound like it was maybe an accident or a bit of luck, but those family or your following actually stayed and watched your live every day because they liked your particular content. And I think you know, from just like looking at your page, like you do have such a quality content because I think you do address a lot of important things that maybe we can talk about a bit later. But yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. I just want to like preface this by saying like my content has it's not like I started my TikTok account and that's um what I focused on from the beginning because mm-hmm. my content was very questionable 
when I first started <laughs> making TikTok because questionable like I, how? Before, I didn't know I didn't know that anyone would, would watch my content, right? And, Did you do right. new uh, dancing I, or dancing and stuff but uh back then especially like early 2020s one of the popular trends is like the transformation kind of trade no you make yourself look really shit and then on the oh yeah yeah. when the beat drops you like you transform into some some hot shit yeah that that was what yeah so (laughs) i can't imagine you doing that (laughs) now that i've seen your content i can't imagine what you sure no i i I, I removed it, all right? There's no oh, right. right, okay. There's a reason why we couldn't find it. But that it was again. what I was doing back then. I didn't see anything wrong with it, right? I was I was making that, that kind of content. And I thought it was really yeah. fun. I found it really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was making that. Uh, but when I really started growing my accounts, and this is when I was um, gaining a minimum of like 1,000 followers a day. Like this was like Whoa. summer. Like this was the summer of like 2020. Your right, summer. summer 2020. Summer. So this is when I was making those kind of like. I'll put some Asian angelic boy. music here, like some forgive me, yeah. mother. <laughs> yeah, forgive me kind of thing. It's like uh Asian boy content. You guys, are you guys familiar oh, with no. the Asian boy kind of content? Yeah. Yeah. Alistair, so, what did you do? No, 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 no. You guys need to understand, right? So back then, especially summer 2020, and and a lot of people will vouch for this. Is that I love how you said back then, my... like it was ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> Just say it. What is yeah, it? What it did you do? Obviously. It was a different time it's, back then. Yeah, it was, was a different, different time, definitely. It was more than a year ago, but like a lot of things can change on TikTok. And I touched True. on this in my in my subsequent videos is that I will go on my for you page to look for like inspiration, right? On yep. what to post mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I guess because I watch a lot of like content by Asian creators, I was watching a lot of these kind of contents and uh I was sort of emulating the content, you know, what they mm. were doing. This sort of like attention towards like asian guys in general at least in my view um it's like unprecedented i've never seen like so many people that oh yeah, my yeah. goodness asian guys are so so attractive i was like i've never yeah. seen this before in my life never seen this in my life i don't think many uh, people have to be fair yeah exactly um Much needed. And, yeah i'm seeing so many like non-asian people saying oh my goodness i i love k-pop right i was like really really non-asian people <laughs> like k-pop you're telling me yeah. non-asian people like k-pop it's definitely like, cool oh, yeah, now yeah fan. Yeah. yeah exactly it's definitely cool now so you know um a lot of people were riding this wave right a lot of like asian mm-hmm. traders were riding this wave so i guess i was one of them <laughs> i was definitely one of them because i was gaining so much so many so many like wait we need uh, to come back to this because comments. i swear I saw some to, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what videos what videos i don't know i felt like i felt like you mm. had some mm-hmm. You know, clear views about career booze and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to hear yeah, you we'll say this that. is very okay, okay, okay. That's why we yeah, have we'll, a we'll, get that okay. Okay. we'll get to that in a bit. But <laughs> uh, to answer your like preliminary question on how I initially grew my accounts, this was how this was how I was doing on almost like a daily basis. Wow. Um, I was uh, I was loving the attention. Right? Who wouldn't love this kind of attention? Honestly, true. Right? A lot no, of yeah, people, true. Yeah, a lot. If you. Yeah, if you've never uh, put yourself out there and mm. you know you're always like this uh, account is always private and stuff, very private mm. kind of person, suddenly it's blowing up and you're seeing mm. all this kind of attraction. Um, it, it gets addictive to a certain point. Mm. I'm, I'm, um, personally, in my view, it does get a little addictive. Like you be like, oh, you always want to look good in front of the camera. Like you, yeah. you're yeah. very careful. Yeah. Uh, you care a lot about your views. When your one video doesn't do very well, you're like, ah, yeah. man. What's going on? I'm shadow banned, mm. you know, like TikTok shadow banned, <laughs> shadow you know. Banned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I'm when I look back, it's it's kind of unhealthy. It's very right. very unhealthy. 
um, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. because of lockdown and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was so focused, I had nothing to do, mm-hmm. especially in, in the summer, right? When I, I was finished with university, you know. Yeah. Uh, right. And I was just like 100% focused on like growing my Instagram, growing my TikTok and all that. Mm. Yeah, looking back, it's kind of unhealthy. But yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. So you're on, on this kind yeah. of like extreme high and then yeah. you felt like it was kind of interfering with your life as well then just always yeah it was in- in exactly thoughts. exactly yeah uh thank god i'm not like that anymore <laughs> uh because if you, if you like if you guys look at if you guys look at my page i don't i i mean i rarely post anymore i post maybe a couple of the videos a week now because you know i'm, I'm busy with like the real world right the, yeah. My, yeah i have like my own life now and stuff mm. so i don't really care about it anymore mm. uh but yeah, it was a it was a dark time. I would say it was a dark time in terms like me- my, mentally, mentally for me, oh. I was so mm-hmm. obsessed, right? This obsession. Yeah. Now, now it's time to defend myself. Why I transitioned my <laughs> yeah. content? Yeah, we'll give you like a minute yeah. of defending yourself. Let's go. Can- <laughs> yeah, yeah, counsel. Exactly. So it's your turn. <laughs> the, the the reason is very simple. Is because uh, in October, in October, so this is yeah about a year ago, twenty twenty, yeah, COVID twenty twenty. Uh, as I was posting these kind of content, I was starting to notice the type of comments I was getting. Um, mm-hmm. And initially I ignored, but the, it turned into like direct messages on my Instagram. So I got like a series of really, really weird messages from, uh, I would yeah. say mostly anonymous accounts, but like mm-hmm. K-pop accounts, you know, like K-pop accounts. Yeah. You guys know yeah. the K-pop accounts with the BTS and shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, who doesn't? Careful, careful. <laughs> who doesn't? Oh, I don't know. I, I like BTS, guys. I just want anyone... I like BTS. It's just that must, uh, some of yeah. the fans are crazy. Honestly, yeah. I literally got called Opa just because I went to Korea. Like, exactly. it's crazy. It is. It does kind of get out of hand, but you have to be careful with the fan bases because they're on another level. Like they will oh, yeah, come yeah. in like, oh, the, the masses and like they're on a, yeah. another level of yeah this is something I'm not I'm not uh foreign to but yeah. essentially they'll be like as um they were like oh are you Korean? I'm like no because I've always made it clear guys I've never lied about my ethnicity so even yeah. though like yeah. the username is a little questionable but I've always told people <laughs> yeah I am from Malaysia, I am a proud Malaysian. Yeah, yep. uh, I'm Chinese by ethnicity, guys. Like in my life, in my videos, I was a Chinese. I'm from Malaysia, but I'm currently in the UK for education purposes. All right, I'm not not yeah. Korean. I don't speak Korean because they're always putting like Hangul. Is that is that like those type yeah, Hangul yeah. in my in my yeah. in my live chat? I was like, guys, I don't know how to read this shit. I was like, <laughs> I don't know because I'm I'm not Korean. Like, really? yeah. You, 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 yeah. So I got like a. Put a series of messages on Instagram saying like, "Are you Korean?" So I'll reply, "No." Then they'll be like, "Oh shit, never mind then." And then they're like, "The attitude changed basically when I when right. I tell them that I'm not Korean solely yeah. for the fact that I'm not Korean. Like the attitude completely changed." Um, and this I one think that was one of the me. the first videos mm-hmm. I ever saw from you when you came up on my for you page. It was yeah. when mm-hmm. you were talking about how I think it was a white girl. She she said she like complimented you. She said you were attractive, and then she asked you if you were Korean, and you said no. And then she said, "Never mind, then I'll take it." Yeah, back. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. Was oh no, yeah. that's so yeah. fucked up. This that's was, messed this up. Was, and I posted that on my on my TikTok, right, yeah. to show yeah. show people like this is what I just got today, guys. This is what yeah, I received yeah, yeah. today. Mm. And, and obviously, that video, I think, it blew up a little bit. Um, yeah, it came up uh, on my for you page. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. When yeah. I, first so, I found you, and that was around the period of time, you know, when I started realizing, hold up, what 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 is this? What is this phenomenon, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that wasn't the that wasn't the only like message I got, but uh, I would say the subsequent messages, all the gist around the subsequent messages, which is around that kind of theme, you know, uh, people just overemphasizing on the fact that oh, are you Korean? Nope. Okay, never mind. Like fuck you then, you know, and then <laughs> they'll, they'll 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 go away and stuff. Uh, yeah. And this time, and, and it's important to talk about like the 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 COVID the COVID case the COVID like yeah. sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I went live around this period of time, I was seeing so many like racist comments, so so many racist oh, comments, no. and to the point, yeah, to the point, I was like, I was quite scared of going live because hmm. I'll get so many of these comments, and it was it's not like I care to be honest, yeah. but it's like it. It disrupts your focus, you know, when you're just doing your thing, talking to people, and someone comes in and say, "Oh, bad eater, right? Oh no, COVID (gasps) maker." Yeah, it can it can affect your mental health as well. COVID, COVID maker. What? What the fuck? COVID COVID maker. No. Yeah, COVID maker. Yeah, COVID maker. Bad eater, and all this kind of uh, all this bullshit from anonymous accounts, mostly like mostly just anonymous accounts, right? And it's always the anonymous accounts. It's always. Oh yeah, they don't have the guts. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this one particular message I received, which I remember to this day. This guy came in and he 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 was with his face and everything, with his face and everything. Uh, and I think he was from like the Middle East and something. So I was quite shocked. It wasn't like a white guy. Because oftentimes, right, when they show their face, it's a white, it's an old white yeah. man, like the middle-aged <laughs> white guy. But this guy's like from the Middle East or some something. And he came in and say, uh, I would like to thank you for eating a bat that oh killed God. half the population. That's what he said. That I, that I remember to this That's day, disgusting. and I was like, "Yeah, on a live." What house, did you like, say? Uh, on a live, I was like, "Oh man, yo, another racist in my life. What's new? Moderators blocking because I have moderators, right? I was like, moderators blocking." But yeah. after the live, people were sending me screenshots of what he said, so I was like looking at it, and I was like, mm. "Uh, like for a very brief second, I was like, you know what? It, you know what? I kind of feel guilty because." It, it if the if COVID was really from China, it really originated from China from eating a bat. Then does that mean like my people were sort of guilty? It's sort of the gaslighting, you know. For oh, people, so it kind of got to yeah, you. Yeah, the gaslighting. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the fact I, I remember that 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 one comment to this very day like speaks volume. I think like it, it, it sort of affects you to a certain extent, despite what people say. Like oh, if you can't handle the internet, get off it. Then there's always going to be these kind of trolls. Yeah. But when you're getting it in that kind of volume constantly yeah. every day um it does it does affect you in a certain way yeah, so yeah it was terrible. yeah yeah and it was around this time i was like you know that's it man time to i want to number one i was very angry at some of the comments i'm getting and yeah. uh i was rarely angry at comments right because i was like it's the mm. internet but some of the comments were just mm. not it and mm. i was getting really annoyed by like my my instagram my instagram messages that i was getting mm. i was like oh man this is so disgusting and this was the time mm. I tried educating myself, right? I tried to like search on Google, number one, about uh, fetishization. That's the first thing I try. I try to yeah. read on fetishization. And number mm. two, uh, and that's why I said, you know, don't, times are changing on TikTok because times change very fast on TikTok. That's they why do, I mean, yeah, that's true. Times mm. change very fast on TikTok. I, then I see a lot of like Asian creators talking about this kind of issue. And especially mm. like Asian women, they were like... Um, telling like asian guy asian man i know you're getting a lot more attention now but it's bad because of xxx you know this is yeah this is not the kind of attention you want so i was reading it watching it and i was like yeah these this makes a lot of sense if i continue making the kind of content i was making 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot blame people. I cannot blame these uh, quote unquote Korean boots if you know they find themselves on my page. It's entirely my fault because my content is tracking them, and yeah. they're they're causing all this mayhem, right? In the comments, in my messages. So yeah, that was why I decided to switch up my content. And yeah, I never looked back. To be honest, I never looked back. Yeah, yeah. no, good, That's good amazing. riddance. Yeah, yeah, oh never looked back. It was so terrible what happened to you. And honestly, like I think some people just lose the sense of decency when they're anonymous and online. But, you know, it sounds like you're really resilient and you actually made even better content out of it. So that's amazing. It's that's- not good content, I'll say. It's not good content at all. And I did mm-hmm. not encourage anyone to make... Mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of Asian guys on TikTok who still resort to these kind of methods. Like they'll put... All, like their video it will have nothing to do with K-pop, but... For the sake of attracting more views, they'll put like hashtag BTS, hashtag K pop. Oh, hashtag yeah, this, I've seen hashtag, that. Hashtag, yeah. Yeah. Like, Uzang boys, Uzang, like all that kind of. Uzang? Uzang, yeah, Uzang. Oh, I don't okay. even know what that Have means, you heard of it? No, I've never heard of it. I actually it. don't know what it means, but I've seen it on all? Instagram and TikTok as well. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. when they have an attractive Asian male, they'll put Uzang. Exactly. Like, really, like, those I don't actually know what it means. Like Uzang, like oozing sexual appeal or something. Like Uzang. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, Ulsan? Ulsan. means like O for Ogu, which means face. Zhang means the best. So, like, best face or like. It probably is that. Top tier face kind of thing. Yeah. I see a lot of that on videos that have nothing nothing to do with K pop or like anything Korean related, right? Yeah. But a lot of people resort to this kind of technique, I would say. And to be honest, it works. If you're like. I was like, you don't even need to be super, super good looking, right? You just need to be like an a- average looking, like Asian guy, East Asian, yeah. by the way, like East Asian. Um, and y- people will, you will gain a lot of followers from K-pop accounts, I would say from TikTok. Um, mm. And it, it's, it's pretty sad because for people who say, oh, I love Asian boys, right? I love Asian culture. What they mean is K-pop and anime. That's the definition of Asian yeah. culture. And They'd, By the way, speaking of, yeah. I learned something from you as well. I learned because yeah. I used to consider myself like a K-pop stan, but when I watched your video, you t- mm. kind of differentiated the two: K-pop fan and K-pop stan. I was wondering if you could do that again on here. Yeah, that'd be actually right. Really so, cool. yeah, so K-pop fans, I think it's like the majority of the fan base, right? You 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 listen to, for example, like BTS because you enjoy it, right? You enjoy mm. the music. You may maybe you like their personality, you like like how how they look and stuff. Yeah, that's that's normal kind of behavior. But when you become super obsessive, that's when you sort of transition into a stand. So define obsessive. Like what kind of signs um, are we looking for? Stand like trying to get the numbers and following them on the plane. Yeah, exactly. You you know all the news. I don't really follow K-pop news, but they they'll like basically stalk them. Like what? Where? Where could they possibly? Oh, they're going to this particular country uh, on this particular mm-hmm. date. So let me just go there and like, um, not even go there to to see them, but I'll try my best. Like I don't know, stand in their way or something. You know, just 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 so I could be in the presence of these yeah. guys. Like basically, you worship just them. to sniff their aura. Them. Yeah, you're no longer just admire. Oh. You, you worship them, and That's so and creepy. obviously. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really, really creepy. And it got more creepy when Gibran had sniffed their aura. I was like, and I think like K-pop stands and like Korea boost in general, there's a lot of overlap between them. There's a lot of overlap. I, I'm pretty sure all of you know like what Korea boosts are, right? Like any non-Korean person yeah. trying. To I was just going to ask yeah. you though, what do you think is the difference between a K-pop stand and a Korea boost? Is it just the fact that um one of them's purely a K-pop fan, that's like a stand, and the Korea mm-hmm. boost are just kind of wanting to be Korean or like yeah. wanting to fetishize Korean people, like. Like, is that the yeah. difference? Uh, person, my, this is my this is my own personal opinion, guys. Uh, yeah, so basically, K-pop, K-pop stands aren't necessarily trying to be Korean. I would say, like, mm-hmm. they don't really want to be Korean, but they, uh, I mean, you could be a stand for anyone. You could be a stand for yeah uh, any kind of artist or like celebrity in general, right? It's mm. not really Doja just Cat. about K-pop, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Doja oh Cat, no, I'm whatever. a simp for Doja Cat. There's a difference. Oh, will, yeah, the things I would do for her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You could be a Doja, Doja stan, right? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Right. But Korea boots are um, basically non-Korean people. I would emphasize. Like people think, Asia, for example, Asian people cannot be Korea boots. That's like a common misconception. They always think, oh, mm. only white girls can be Korea boots, for example, or black girls can be Korea boots. But in theory, any non-Korean can be Korea boots. And I've seen them in my life, in my, in my school years. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was in high school, um, but yeah, these Korea boots, they've—I mean, K-pop stands. That's when when the overlap comes in. K-pop stand and Korea boots both can fetishize, like I guess Asian people in general, like East Asian people in general. Um, mm-hmm. But the the borderline is both of them are bad. That's it. Both of them are <laughs> super <laughs> bad. All right, and really, really annoying and disgusting. That's all I want to say. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I say it's this very for, uncomfortable mm. as well to just you know watch exactly. their content. And it, it is I, quite interesting, mm. I think, because we have these two extremes in the spectrum. Where, on one hand, we haven't been getting much, you know, representation of um, mm. Asian men in the media or mm-hmm. um, a lot of support. Um, for favoring Asian men as like the main character or things like that. And then we have, on the other hand, really, you know, when it gets too much, too out of hand and you fetishize Mm -hmm. East Asian men in general. So it's like, where do we find the balance? It's like, I feel like we haven't really hit that yet as like... Correct. I think a nice way to like frame all of this is, uh, yes, like Asian men in general, it doesn't matter what kind of Asian you are we've always been at the bottom of the food chain. I mean, there's like statistics, statistics to, <laughs> to show it, right? Like I, I actually personally Googled this before, like mm-hmm. um, in terms of let's say dating apps, right? We are mm-hmm. uh, black women and Asian men. We share like a similarity in the sense that we are uh, the least likely, yeah, yeah. Are the most undesirable, least likely to get swiped on. And suddenly mm-hmm. because of TikTok, I believe, because of TikTok, it really like boosted our... Uh, status right i'll say this in in like dating and all that kind of stuff and a lot of asian men they resort to this because they rather get fair size i mean you know that's fair enough like they've got the attention for the first time like they're obviously going to want to milk it as much as possible because they've never Mm. seen anything like this exactly um it's unprecedented it's unprecedented so a lot of people rather get fair size than you know be deemed undesirable so um a lot of people do that but I, I would like I would, I would like to say I've seen a lot of like I'm not the only one who realized this on TikTok. Like I'm not the only like Asian guy to to realize this on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see a lot of people transitioning. Like mm-hmm. they they'll they'll own up to that. They're like, I'm sorry guys, like this is the kind of video I've made before in the past and I really mm-hmm. want to move on from this. Mm-hmm. And they move on to do something else, you know. They no longer yeah. put in those 
those hashtags, you know, they no Dude. longer, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, the BTS hashtag and all that. On and <laughs> which is so pointless because their content is nothing to do with BTS. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, and yeah, I see a lot of like um, maturity. People are maturing, but mm-hmm. um, there are people who I know since uh, so I started my accounts. I know mm-hmm. like their existence, and they still continue to do it to this very day. I used to mm-hmm. people yeah. calling them out in the comments. People do call oh, them yeah, out yeah, yeah. in the comments. Though. But yeah, they still like, get the views, so they still continue. Exactly. They don't. Some people don't just don't give a shit. I guess they they really don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Um, they just want the views, and they don't see the significance. They'll be like, "What's wrong with this? People love me. People love the way mm-hmm. I look, and you're you're just jealous, mm-hmm. right? You're just jealous of me." I was like, mm. not really. When you look at the kind of comments you're getting, right? But you're also sure, degrading okay. yourself. And yeah. you're at this yeah. exactly. Yeah. You're like a zoo animal. Attention. I'll say. Oh, zoo animal. Yeah. Wow. Like zoo animal. Yeah. I've That's actually seen I a video it. comparing it to zoo animals. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, there was this one video. I, I told. I was like, if you keep doing this, you're like a zoo animal. You're just not degrading back. yourself. <laughs> it's just like wait, not even key takeaway of today. No, but he's is, right yeah. though. Continue your zoo animal. Wow. It's kind not of had like a snowball animal. effect. Like it was so popular. Like mm-hmm. I'd say 2020, 2019, and then yeah. now it's just kind of become mm-hmm. so toxic and just like a terrible environment, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you see like emergence of non-Asian people getting very, very bold on TikTok where they, uh, mm. are, the people like using the word like Asian fishing, but um, mm. I know a lot of people don't like this term because they think it's co-opting from like black fishing, right? So yeah, so mm. I, I, I made like um, a term like Asian imposter because back then imposter among us was very popular, right? So I was like, oh, oh let's yeah. just call it Asian imposter, right? A lot of people, you see a lot of this Asian impostering stuff on TikTok, and it really, yeah. really grinds your gears, you know, when you look at it, because they were like, "Oh, I'm, I'm trying to make my eyes look a little bit more slanted, right? <laughs> trying to make my eyes slanted oh, because, yeah. because I think it's pretty, because I think it's pretty, no. right?" So it went from mm. like being um, wanting to be accepted by white people to now being fetishized and cringed out by them. Mm. And, exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, I think that I have seen though definitely like on TikTok especially there's been like a slow progress between like mm-hmm. having these Asian creators kind of saying no that's I don't want to do this anymore like this is wrong and then they explain why it's wrong as well especially a lot from female Asian creators as well. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and what what really sometimes I get quite angry when I make my content like especially like um in, in the past couple of months because. Every time I post this kind of content, I was like, hey, guys, you know, I just want to draw your attention to this particular issue. And mm. suddenly this white guy by the name of like Josh or like any Tom, Dick, Josh. Harry, right? Todd, yeah. They'll, yeah. Yeah. They'll come in and say, there's nothing wrong with this. You're just you're just trying to cause issues. I'm like, bro, what you- do you know, Josh? Josh? Exactly. exactly. Like, Sit down. This isn't even about you. You know, yeah, you have exactly. no Don't role in this. And you're telling you're telling me it's wrong. You're telling me this is wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, you're telling me this is there's nothing wrong, not uh, even like there's nothing wrong with this, and that kind of kind of really just really like, pissed me off because yeah. I was like, no, I, I'm not um, you don't even make any attempts to conceal your identity, even like you just you just post it with <laughs> openly your face racist, and, yeah, exactly, openly, openly ignorant, racist, yeah, openly ignorant, ignorant and racist, yeah. whatever you want to call it, mm. exactly. So, um, but because I've been on TikTok since like I would say. 2020 i'll say that early 2020 i really see this like slow transition right from uh oh look at us we're asian guys to starting mm. now to say you know this is bad this is kind of wrong because i i yeah. can assure you if you post a content now 
uh, saying like, "Oh, guys, look at me! I'm a lonely, lonely Asian boy looking for." I don't know, you know, because I was gonna say、mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Oliver Moy stuff as well. Like they're kind of, but apparently there's I don't know if you guys、mm-hmm. know about it, but there's like these Asian guys and they all have this house together and they basically just post like Asian thirst traps, and they、oh. still get a lot of views from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, their、yeah. comment section is like you know dragging them, but they still、yeah. do it. Quite often, it's called like the North Star Boys, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. North yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah. I see North them everywhere. Star Boys. I see them everywhere.、Uh, yeah. But the thing is, yes.、Uh, why not? If you this is what I notice because they come on my for you page every day. I don't know why, but sometimes、mm. I do have a look at what they're doing.、Uh, it's just is that back then they were always like, oh, choose your age, right? They're like, oh, choose your age. This guy's getting these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you mean,、um, choose your like、agent? Like an open invitation to like, fetishization. Choose your, yeah, choose your agent. So they'll come in one by one. So this Oliver Moore is I don't know what what ethnicity or nationality he is, and then、yeah. Korean guy will come in, Chai Vietnamese guy will come in. Like they're like, oh, which one would you choose? So if we were standing in front of you, like an auction, basically, like an auction, which one would you choose? <laughs>、um, but、oh、what I'm starting to notice、Jesus. is. I think they stopped making those kind of choose your agent videos. Oh, I think they stopped. <laughs> they make yeah, similar makes videos, though. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah,、oh, but they try、no. to make it subtle. That's why I realized they try yeah, to make it、true. not that obvious anymore.、Uh, yeah. But the, I mean, most of the fan base, you already know what most of the fan base are. In、oh, fact, of course, all Asian guys on on this app, we all have one thing in common: is like I would say, sixty to seventy percent of our fan base are just K-pop accounts. Most of them are just、mm. K-pop accounts, like. Some of them aren't even real people. I think, like honestly, they're just all 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 flipping K-pop accounts, and it's it's kind of、yeah. it's kind of sad if you think about it, especially when your content centers around, you know, the fact that you're an attractive Asian guy or attractive、yeah. Asian girl. I mean, it happens to Asian girls too. I was I I just want to say this happens to、oh, uh, yeah. Asian.、Girls. But、uh, I do want to say though, I do want to ask. Like we've talked、mm. a lot about how like. You know it, the fact that it is bad to, to post these kind of things, but we haven't really talked about why it's bad and the effects. And I remember there was a video that you also I, again I'm obsessed with you. It's like I've seen a lot of your videos, <laughs> but there was a video that I saw, and you were talking about how I think there were these K-pop like white girls basically, and they would go around and they would online chat to Asian guys,、mm-hmm. I think Korean、mm-hmm. guys in, as in particular, and they would date them, but then they、mm-hmm. would like find out which one's hotter between their friend group, and then they would try.、Yeah. Sorry, what? Another... Like, what was? Yes, yeah, yes, Hanji, yes, yes. trust me, it was so messed up. Sorry, right, right, right. Oh, I'm so, so worried about a generation, but you know, yes. Has... <laughs> When it comes to this topic, I have a lot to say because I've seen a lot. That's the thing I've seen quite a bit. So he's the, been in the, the trenches. That, yeah, the truth is that non-Asian girls, like it's typically girls,、uh, who would go, who would go on these like learning、uh, language exchange apps. Language, the quote unquote、mm-hmm. language exchange app, and they'll tell they'll tell people, you know, I I just go on this app because I want to make more Asian friends who can teach me how to speak X X language, Mandarin, uh, mostly Korean, most of them are Korean, but some of them like Japanese or like Mandarin. It's like always these three languages, and when I go on there, like this is my assumption, right? It's a strong assumption is that they were at the back of their mind. Learning language is like secondary, but the primary fo-、oh, yeah. the primary purpose is to that's just find, an excuse, right? Yeah, to find a boyfriend,、mm-hmm. to find a boyfriend. And、um, if you guys been on this app before, I downloaded this app to to see it like for a day. I love、uh, how back, like you've tried everything. Like yeah, I went <laughs> best time experience. He's done the research. Exactly, I done the research. The guys on there are like super old. That's the thing. They're like in maybe forty years, 
35 to 40. Oh. 35 to 40 mm. years old. And these girls would be like, what, 18? 18 or if something, that. right? Yeah, e- even younger, some of them. And um, and obviously, when when these guys look at, see them, they'll be like, ah, a, a, a white girl, right? And they'll mm. just prey on them. They'll prey on them. And these girls will wi- willingly accept it. And some of them, they're always, oh, I've got an Asian boyfriend now. How did you meet? Through an app. What was the app for? Uh, it was just for language exchange. But, you know, uh, it, one, one thing, thing led, led, to to, led to another. Yeah, one thing <laughs> oh, led to yeah, another. Sure, sure. And yeah. now we're dating. And oh. I'm like, have you met him? Have you met him before? No. They've yeah. never met. And uh, But he, she'll always say something like, but I'm planning to go to Korea one day. So we'll meet mm. then. But it never happens. It never happens. Mm. Because after two weeks, they'll break up. And it's like, oh, mm. my ex. This is my ex. That's not an ex. You guys right. never met. You never see even see. You never even seen his face. Like mm. this yeah. is not it. This is not it. Sounds and, like, it's um, like some weird clout. Mm-hmm. It's like they want to experience having dated these people, but then at the same yeah. time they're devaluing these individuals into it's like they just like little titles, like they're Korean yeah. or mm. and I've tried it and you know I've broken up without actually you know caring yeah. about that person. Or but it's also like them. they forget that they're actually people, like mm. actual human beings. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. But the guys, I would like to say uh, because I made the video um, that you referred to earlier when I'm talking mm. about this group. So what this so oh Snapchat group was just filled with these. Uh, K-pop stand slash career boost, right? Where they would all actively try to search for Asian guys through these language exchange apps or through like Asian dating apps, right? And mm-hmm. they will always say, oh, look at my boyfriend. Their boy- boyfriend, because they will never meet them. They never plan on meeting them. They just say, this is mm-hmm. my boyfriend because they got into an online relationship uh, with mm-hmm. these guys who barely speak any English, some of them. The guys barely mm-hmm. speak any English. I don't even know how they communicate it. I guess... And they always like send, oh, look at the chats. I, I say this because they always send the, the chats on their Kaukau Talk, I think, like a very famous messaging app, right? Kaukau Talk. Yeah. Hello mm-hmm. Talk. Yeah. These kind of apps are like, look at how sweet he is. And the guy would be speaking very, very broken English. Like, mm. oh, um, and, and, and yeah, so they'll be treating them like Pokemon cards. Look at my boyfriend. Oh, look at this guy I'm talking to. And whoever gets the most K pop looking guys, the most K pop looking guy, uh, mm. sort of like wins among the group they're like oh my goodness but even he is the like, most K-pop yeah. looking guy though like, like so concerning like, hey, <laughs> that's yeah. just disgusting you know I mean, right? like whoever yeah. looks most K-pop who could who could like resemble a K-pop idol yeah who could be but a like, K-pop, K-pop idol K-pop stars don't even look like K-pop stars like in reality <laughs> I have you a know? question then for Alistair mm-hmm. like yeah. we didn't this is like a spontaneous question but right. um, we talked about K-pop fans and K-pop stands and this issue of fetishizing um, East Asian men. But what do you think about the K-pop industry then and this multi-million dollar, billion dollar industry that's taking over the world where um, mm. large music record labels and it's actually like influencing like the trends of the world. So what do you think about, do you think K-pop itself is a problem then? I mean, yeah, this question is quite similar to like, um, like for example, like weeaboos, right? You know, you guys know what weeaboos are, the weeps. That's People the anime version, right? Yeah, anime yeah. version, yeah. They'd be like, oh, if that's the case, if you are if you guys are like bashing weeaboos and weeds and all that, then um, ask Japan to stop manufacturing anime or some shit, you know? Like, blame the industry, mm. not the people. But of, I might be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, for example, K-pop, right? It's not like these idols are actively saying or fetishize me, you know? Um, it's, mm. it's a genre of music at the end of the day. It's a business. What right? about K-pop their market the- marketing team then? Like, do you think the marketing team really doesn't know that these, 
you know, group of women or these international fans are like fetishizing them. The, uh, the same argument applies, right? It's like, it's not like these marketing teams are actively pushing these guys out as like, oh, look at these uh, Korean boys and all that. I mean, the, I've seen some mar- marketing like videos and stuff. They mm-hmm. don't, it's, they're more so uh, exhibiting their talents, you know, the mm-hmm. way they sing, mm-hmm. of course, the way they look. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you cannot really change the way they look, right? They, they're born this way, right? They're Asian, right? They're Asian. When the from mm. the moment they were born and stuff, it's mm. the, the users, right? The, the people users, who consume, yeah. to consume these kind of uh, products. Because I'll, I'll say K-pop is a product, it's a business. Um, mm. Who yeah, are like sort of like abusing? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a package. Yeah. People are abusing it, you know. Mm. Um, and it's it's unlikely to uh, ask everyone to uh, sort of consume this product responsibly mm. because there are gonna be people who are gonna be extremely weird either way. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's at the same time it's not a hard thing to to enjoy a genre of music to enjoy um mm, without going too entertainment far issues. exactly yeah. without, without doing the stalking far. and the mm-hmm. obsession yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but, I take but, that yeah uh one thing i'm assured of is that most of the people who do these kind of weird stuff with the product are really young really young people like they're young children they're children yeah um mm-hmm. because i don't think a, the majority of the adults who consume these kind of uh product is is gonna act this way right most of them are just really young and some people do grow out of it some people do grow out of like K- their k-pop stage or anime stage so yeah that's kind of reassuring in a in a, in a sense mm. yeah that's true i think mm-hmm. but the thing is like i think this like phenomenon anyway is called like parasocial relationship, like a one-sided relationship. And I think that's been going on since the, you know, the dawn of celebrities, but mm. I think the difference within the K-pop com- culture community or whatever is like, I think there's some fans that just take it a bit too far with their relationship mm. and just want to like, get you know, eyelid surgery and stuff, not eyelid surgery, but you know, like plastic surgery to stuff. Yeah. What, what's that guy's name? Um, Ollie 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 London. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Yep. I'm, he's unhinged, clearly, right? Like, genuinely insane. Yeah, lost nah, not, not, like, honestly, if you look at the way he acts and his account in general, he's yeah. he's literally just doing this for, for the views. Like, he perfect, he knows perfectly He knows well what, what he's doing. doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there was but, this one leaked video of um, someone showing... I think that, I saw that, um, yeah. Of him mm-hmm. saying, oh, I'm just using BLM, for example, for clout. You know, the yeah. Black Lives Matter movement for clout mm-hmm. and stuff. So he's but doing the exact so, like, same thing. He mm-hmm. does it for clout. He knows what he's doing, but he still went through with the surgery. Like he still looks like that now because of his decisions. That's some dedication. I mean, it's like some questionable. So he is, you know, there must be some kind of insanity that lies there. Surely. Oh. Um, I mean, I remember this. The the one reason, the main reason, I think that he's like faking it. I'll say is because there was this one time someone was asking about like BTS and stuff and he couldn't even mm. get the leader right someone asked him do you know who's, who's oh, the God. leader of BTS and he I think he said John Cook or something you know and oh, I was yeah. like this is when I realized you know I was like ah this guy doesn't doesn't even know K-pop even though he said he's obsessed with it mm. um and all that kind of stuff so I don't know about the, the surgery part um <laughs> I I saw this one video, one surgery he got where he literally made his eyes really slanted. Um, mm-hmm. Like like he literally, like, I don't know. I don't know how he did it, but he made his mm. eyes super. It looks really disgusting. I don't even want to think about it. But, <laughs> but yeah, that, that guy is a whole, 
separate topic in itself. <laughs> that could no, take hours. Oh, honest, yeah. we'll, we'll leave that in, yeah, we'll exactly, leave that in the past. Yeah, exactly. But it's, a, it's, um, it's crazy. I have a question yeah. for yeah. Hanju, actually, because you're actually oh, okay. Korean, right? What yes, we've established this many times. This? <laughs> Living in Australia is like, clearly because like i i am australian i was born here mm-hmm. obviously i don't look like the traditional bogan white australian um despite like how i pronounce or like my accent or things like that so i guess like people have always perceived me first like their first impression is like oh she's like probably korean or like east asian and um i do agree that this fetishizing can get out of hand and it can make you feel really uncomfortable because like i've had a lot of experiences where I've I would receive backhanded compliments and it's always mm-hmm. to do with um like being Korean or Asian so instead of just saying like at the clubs this is like literally two or three weeks ago when after lockdown the clubs opened again and I was out with my friend and it was like 9 or 10 p.m so it's not even like you know when people are unhinged and stuff but like this guy literally comes over to me and goes oh like you and your friend look really beautiful um you're such a pretty asian i'm just like huh <laughs> like yeah no that is like, a I, just said I was pretty or like a lot of like many times in my life people would be like oh you're the hot asian or you're the good looking asian oh or, my god or um you're asian but you're hot or you're asian but you're pretty a really bizarre experience. I don't know. It's like you never feel. I've never felt good about it. It just. It's always been strange for me. So I think. What yeah, about when, during like the whole rise now with like you know the Asian fetishization and like K-pop and stuff like that? Did that? Remember, did on you one think of about our that episodes, in one of our episodes, I was like, oh no, like I don't really mind mm. because like, in one hand, I'm happy mm. that Korean culture is being promoted, but at the same time, I I'm kind of concerned because. You know, when I try to connect with my own culture in Korea, like I read on like historical books or like I try to connect with like the historical traditional music and like the culture and the etiquette and like everything that's actually really meaningful. But I'm scared that sometimes with this whole Korea movement, the real stuff is getting Mm -hmm. lost. And when people Mm -hmm. go to Korea, they focus just on, oh, Korea is about fried chicken, Korean barbecue, soju and BTS. And like, yeah, exactly. I'm going to go to Korea and go to a Blackpink concert. Like, yeah, sure. That is in a way a little piece of contemporary Korea. Like, yeah, that's, that's like the, yeah. but that's just culture. the surface. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's the surface and there's so much, so much amazing stuff. Right. That's like deeper. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like that. I just wish like people were more interested about, but I guess it does get lost in this whole loud mm-hmm. craze. So it is a bit of a yeah. shame, but hopefully people focus on the real stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But the, yeah. the, the funny thing is if you, I don't know if you guys noticed this, no, noticed this, but um, when I tell my friends, for example, like, you know, mm. the problems, uh, and my friends, I mean, my friends who never went overseas, like, they've always been in Malaysia, they've never went out of Malaysia, mm-hmm. um, they don't see the problem in that. They'll be like, mm. so why are you trying to, why are you trying to, you know, fight against this, you know, just accept it and enjoy, enjoy the cloud, you know, if that's me, they were like, if that's me, oh man, I'll let these, these girls climb all over mm. me and stuff, right? But, so they don't really, like even my parents, for instance, right? when I tell them that mom, my, uh, this is what I talked about in the video the other day, what do you guys think? Mm. What do you guys think? They're like, stop, like, stop it. Like, what is this? No one cares. They're like, no one cares. What's the problem mm. with this? No, no one cares. So I feel like, um, only people who maybe spend some time overseas in like the Western society will sort of realize yeah. the repercussions behind this. Mm. Or as opposed to someone who's lived in Asia their entire life and like this 
um, homogenous society, they they wouldn't realize any what's wrong with with yeah. these I kind agree. of. I actually yeah. see that, and I actually notice that a lot mm. with like the generational gaps. So, like, yeah. example. Yeah. A lot of like so like my parents for example came to Australia when they were younger and I think it's common mm-hmm. with like a lot of my friends here who are like second generation so they're the first to be born in Australia and they notice that their parents um, tend to be more tolerant of like very subtle racism yeah. or like remarks yeah. and they think for example with like the career boost stuff I guess like they see it more positively it's like oh it's like making up for these I guess sort of mm. like lack of attention in the past where you mm-hmm. know literally someone in my primary school like 10 years ago was like oh my god is Korea even a country like so I was like I was Korean and she was like oh I thought like it was just China and Japan like what's Korea and I was like okay so compared to that at least like everyone's talking about Korea but mm-hmm. right. um, and I guess the older generation feels happy that it's like oh we're getting all this attention like why what's wrong with it but I, I think yeah. we as a generation we're quite unique in that we are able to analyze the ethical concerns of, of, of it yeah. and we can see kind of further and like what's um, problematic and I, I sometimes like try to explain these very complicated things to like my family or like my mom. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes um, it takes a while because like she it takes a while. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while yeah. um, because like they take it so positively, but it's like, no, it's like behind that positivity. Um, it's still objectifying or it's still, um, it's still ignoring to Treating see. You less or, than yeah, human as well. Exactly. Yeah. To see yeah. um, a country in its full potential. Like it's still, like a trend isn't a trend a trend comes and goes so it's not really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i will admit something Mm. um this is me confessing my sins so like i think think this is about like i think 2020 i think around when when alistair was saying like i remember thinking because like i'm south asian i'm pakistani so like i was always thinking i i would also like the attention as well to for it to be on us sometimes as well like this is mm. not now this is like two years ago maybe mm. last year and I was remember thinking like it was always like the grass is always greener on the other side like I was ho- hoping like oh well you know East Asians have got like their kind of rise to fame now I guess like I'm hoping that's yeah. going to be the same to South Asian but looking at it mm. now like yeah. I don't want that <laughs> but it was also like it wasn't even just like fetishization it was more like in terms of the media as well like I can only count on like one hand like actors Pakistani actors that are in you know western culture like in western media so I was like hoping we could also get that kind of recognition and also that kind of attention but not to this extent I'd say definitely Mm. I mean from what I've observed in like the UK is that Mm -hmm. um when they I mean when people say Asian in the UK they usually refer to South Asians right South Asians right yeah yeah Chinese people for example are like their own separate category yeah Um, yeah yeah. like when you go to doctors or something it says Asian but then it says like Asian Pakistani Asian Indian and then it just says Chinese yeah exactly exactly really yeah I'm glad you noticed that I'm glad you noticed that but uh and I get this kind of comment a lot on like TikTok for example it's like um, the discrimination, even though we are under this broad umbrella term of like Asian, the discrimination that we face, uh, for example, in the UK is quite different. Mm. Um, like South Asian discrimination versus like, for example, Mm-mm. like Chinese people or like Japanese yeah. people. Because they yeah. think Chinese, Japanese, Korean people are all the same. We're in <laughs> oh, one yeah. category. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and South Asian is like complete. For example, um, I'm what- I- I've watched this documentary on Netflix and be- I feel like because of that documentary, people think that a lot of South Asian men are like, are like these predators, like child mm. predators. Um, yeah. 
and okay. and they're like creepy and stuff and all the kind of stigma behind it people who uh south asian men are men who crawl into your dms and say oh hello right. baby like let me impregnate yeah, yeah. you know, like this 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 really fucked up stigma honestly um, yeah. surrounding like south asian men which is which is which is really a shame yeah i don't want to go mm. to the uk no. <laughs> i was literally thinking i only i didn't notice that though because mm. i always considered myself asian growing up because in the uk i am mm. asian and then when i went to korea right and I, you know, they were talking about them being Asian. And I was like, well, I'm also Asian. They looked at me like I was mentally retarded. Like they genuinely yes. looked at me like there was something wrong with me. Yeah. And I, I, I low-key had an identity crisis. I was literally like, I am Asian though. Yeah. And then I've seen a lot of things on TikTok now where it's like, they think South Asians are just calling themselves Asian just because of K-pop and K-dramas. Yeah. yeah. Even though we oh, are no. ourselves Asian. Yeah. 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 It's really frustrating. And yeah, that, and that's the that's the underlying problem, right? Is is when people say, "Oh, I've always liked the Asian community." They don't think mm, about. They don't mean uh, all they of Asia. Yeah, they don't mean. It's quite South like Asian. East Asian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just literally they'll think like, for example, Koreans. They'll be mm. they yeah. love Koreans but hate the Chinese, for example. They'll love oh, Koreans yes, but hate I've the Chinese. Heard that. Yeah, yeah, they think Koreans yeah. are like um, Korean guys, for example, are uh, uh, the gods, while Chinese people are like. These dirty, you know, disease-carrying, oh disease-carrying yeah. um, uh, monsters and stuff, mm. and, and you see that quite a lot. You see that quite a lot on TikTok itself, yeah. Mm. Like racism within the Asian community, yeah. I think that's more toxic, oh, yeah. honestly. I think it's like almost a competition of like, as well, just to say. yeah, it's like a competition of like who wants to be less discriminated by discriminating others within the group. Yeah. Like it's like really yeah. messed yeah. up, yeah. And yeah, oh. so I think this is. I think I've got I've got a nice story to tell in relation to like inter like internalized racism. And oh, that's I'm a good not, one. I'm not yeah, to, yeah. This is not against the South Asian community because this was the action mm-hmm. of just three three people within that community, South Asian South Asian community. But before we get into that, let's take a quick break. We'll be back soon. So mm. what happened was right. there was this time, uh, I, October last year, yeah, same time last year, I was going live just this one night, and I had like 100 viewers. It was quite busy, right? Mm-hmm. And suddenly, out of the blue, right, I see like a barrage of racist comments, right? As usual, they were like saying, "Oh, your eyes are like strings. Your eyes are like strings. Like open your eyes. Why did you eat a dog? Why did you eat my dog?" It all kind of. I was like, "What? What's going on?" You know, I, uh, mm. I, I'm used to these kind of comments, but suddenly a, a search of it is kind of unusual and i look yeah. at the comment the, the the users they are number one they're girls that's shocking mm-hmm. and number mm-hmm. two they were south asian girls from the uk right mm-hmm. uh so i screenshot i screenshot their their, their profiles and mm-hmm. after yeah. my live i went full investigative more I, I investigated <laughs> accounts i found the instagrams and stuff i realized yeah. they were from the uk they were like 18 years old quite young uh, right yeah. quite young yeah um but old and, enough to know better yeah no mm. old enough to know better and in fact one of the, the oldest girl she was uh she had like a separate instagram account she had like a secondary mm. instagram mm. account where she was posting about all the atrocities happening in the world right they were like oh look at what's <laughs> happening to all the to all the muslim people right yeah, it's so yeah. ironic yeah. because they were yeah. like Oh my god, pe- Muslim people are getting killed and and oppressed and all that. Like, I just want the the hate in the world to stop. And yet, she was spreading all these kind of comments. So, mm-hmm. what I did was, I didn't sleep the entire night. I mm-hmm. wrote like a poem, 
I wrote like a poem oh. and I <laughs> wow. them. And it got one million views. It got one wow. million views. Wow. It got a million views in two days. And they were absolutely destroyed, right? Their, yeah. their, their entire profile was just bombarded with like, oh, look, a racist. What does it feel like to be a racist? I must know. It was, it was highly amusing. Uh, and to the point that they reached out to me, they reached out to me oh. and they say, oh. and they were, acting, they were acting like they didn't know. They're like, oh, can you tell me what's happening? I was like, hello? Show them the screenshots. Yeah, show them the screenshots. Oh my goodness. They were like, I was hacked. They were like, I was hacked. <laughs> we were Bless. hacked. Bless. Mm, we were hacked. So I was like, okay, all right. So they're like, can you take the video down, please? Like, I will never do this. Um, this is not me and all that. I was like, stop lying. For you to say yeah. all three yeah. of your phones are hacked at the same time, it's highly, highly unlikely. Yeah. So what I made but them also, do- But did also, you, did you message mm-hmm. them and just ask them, like, you know, you, I've seen your content. Mm-hmm. I've seen you guys post about the atrocities in the world. Like, what, what was going through the your irony. mind? Like, did you make them yeah. literally understand? I, exactly. So, uh, so that was part of my poem. When I attacked them individually. So, for example, <laughs> there were three people, right? So it, one section was for girl one, second section mm-hmm. was for girl two, and third section was for girl three. And yeah. when I was talking about girl one, they messed with the wrong person. Like, oh. yeah. you, I think this is a mistake. Girl, I was like, you're talking about all the atrocities in the world, and I was showing screenshots yeah. of her talking, you know, preaching for peace and all that. Yeah, you're doing this, you know. And uh, the second girl, for example, this second girl, she, her Instagram, uh, one particular story was her wearing like this Chinese traditional dress, um, mm-hmm. in front of a mirror. Mm-hmm. And she was obviously sexualizing it because she was showing a lot of cleavage and she was showing her thighs and all that. So I, I mm-hmm. made sure to like to to show people that she was doing this as well, like trying to treat my culture as like an aesthetic, right? Yeah. And what I made them do was I said, I want all of you, each and every one of you to write me an entire paragraph of number one, why, why you did it, why you did it. Yeah. Um, number two, promising me that you would never do it. And number three, I want you to apologize to me. All right. So yeah. each of them sent a message. And if I, and some of the mess, some of the apologies were super crap. So I was like, no, nope, I'm not going to accept this. Do it again. And they'll go yeah. back, they'll write it again. And they just send it until I say, all right, fine, cool. So, so <laughs> I love even that went so live. much. Yeah. She even it's went great. live on her Instagram and she wow. sort of like invited me into the room. Oh so that he could like, per- so she could personally apologize, you know, on behalf, because they were cousins. I believe they were cousins. Oh uh, three of them right, were yeah. cousins. Yeah. Right. No, but that's and, good. Like you need to make them feel shame yeah, for what they did. Exactly. What they did, they know it's wrong. Everyone knows mm. it's wrong. Yet they still yeah, exactly. do it. And they, I mean, like eighteen is young, but come on, you're eighteen years old. You're old enough to know about Legally that. considered an adult, right? You're legally yeah. considered yeah. like an adult. You're no longer a child. Mm-mm. So I made them do that And I was like If you do that And I'm happy with it I would take mm. the video down Right Because at that point The video was just out of control Already It was like One million oh. views in two days right. yeah. And wow, they were getting okay. so They were like getting A lot of like I guess a lot of threats As well Like threats Like I'll show this to your school And all that kind of oh, stuff Like you yeah. yeah. Say goodbye to college And all that kind of stuff Wow And they were saying uh, and she was saying, oh, my parents are, are already seeing the video. They're angry at me. Can you just please take... And they was like, oh, I'm going to sue you for defamation. That's the first thing they said. How is it they def- said I'm going to sue you for You're defamation. Right. Did you, did you tell them that you study law? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I I like, you think I'm dumb or something? Like, come on, man. Like, defamation is like, if I made, made up something about you, right? An allegation. Like, yeah. like, like conclusive proof. It was a trick. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is like conclusive proof, right? I have yeah, conclusive yeah. proof to show that you were, in fact, attacking me in my own life. Right, yeah. unprovoked and stuff. 
So they were like, oh, okay. Then they dropped the entire act, and they were like, yeah, my phone was hacked and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that was. Very, it's easier just to admit it. I'd, I'd have more respect if they just admit it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I'll have more respect. But uh, when I asked them, when I asked them, right, I was trying to get into their psyche, right? Why they did it? They just said, <laughs> "Oh, we were together in the room." They said, oh, "We were together in the room. We were watching people's life, and your life popped mm-hmm. up, and we just did it. We just thought it was funny, you know. We just thought it was funny. I don't. We don't know you. You don't know us. But yeah. we just felt like it was uh, at that time a funny thing to do, a funny act to do." So I was like, okay. Do you know that it's wrong? She's like, yes. Mm. And I swear, I promise you, I will never do that again. I was like, good, because if I ever catch you doing that again, I will re-upload that video. Simple as that. Like, okay, <laughs> oh yes, my yes, god! Yes. And that's it. Yeah. No, so that was that. very, very satisfying. That was satisfying. You should uh, also ask them to explain what part about it is funny. Like, where's <laughs> the laughing point? Where's the, the thing joke? Is, <laughs> when you ask them when you like properly like interrogate them right like why you do it and why it's funny they cannot come up with an answer they'll be like of course yeah but yeah, it's fun to like, oh, yeah, like, no. yeah. like no i don't think it's funny you know it's i don't like it uh, they're like we are asians ourselves they actually said that one one of the girls said <laughs> we're asian ourselves who grew up in the uk we should know better about yeah, being discriminated yeah, exactly. right and all yeah. these yeah. kind of stigmas and all that so so yeah man so <laughs> i was like good that was a that was like justice you know that's the one time i actually got justice your yeah, best case. To yeah, you did it. That was amazing. That's never, like never an incredible with, story. Yeah, never Yeah, exactly. Mind <laughs> you, we can't mess up now. Yeah, yeah. we can't. Um, just yeah, You're let good, us guys. know if, if you have any issues prior to uploading. <laughs> like honestly, um... <laughs> the thing is, right? Um, a lot of people when I post these kind of content, calling these people out, uh, sometimes it's not. I know most of the comments are positive in the sense they're supporting the cause. They say good call these people out shame them and all that kind of stuff but there are also people who would say like oh you are weaponizing your following you're weaponizing your following to like do this and do that to wreck people's lives over like words yeah pe- and it's usually uh for white people right who say that they're like I think oh white come on man it's, because it's they're just, scared yeah. that it's gonna happen to them yeah exactly they'll be like yeah. you're, you're using your, your your following your large following to mm. um to ruin people's lives over a couple of comments really first of all just, your followers have their own free will yeah. they don't have to uh, do anything true. that they don't want to do exactly exactly and uh, this brings me to another story this is a this is also a big story which i actually called the police on i actually called the police oh. because of this story oh, so this God. happened wait wait, wait. Uh, just before year, you tell right? that story yeah should we take a short break for the listeners out there Okay, the police story. Yes. Right, the police story. So this happened uh, last year, right? Last year in summer, summer of 2020, summer of 2020. So a lot so, happened in 2020 for you. Yeah. A lot, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, now that I think of it, a lot happened when I started <laughs> throughout like my entire TikTok kind of story. But uh, what happened essentially was there was this guy from the UK, right? And uh, this account is an anonymous account. It was like a full-on personal account where you can see his face, you can see his Instagram, you can see his name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I- I'm not afraid to say his name. His name was Zion. I don't even know if this is his real name, but his Zion? name was Zion. Zion? Zion, Zion, yeah, Zion whatever his name was. Zion. But I don't know what his deal, I don't know what his deal was, what his problem mm-hmm. with me, but he was posting a lot of comments on one of my videos calling me a communist. 
He was oh. like, yeah, you work for the CCP, don't you? The Chinese Communist don't Party. You? You're oh my communist. God. Yeah. You're, you're, and he was doing all this kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. So uh, back then, back then, like, it was a long time ago. I was a, back then, I was a very, I was quite hot headed. So I was mm. like, oh man, this guy's pissing me off. Let me just mm. reply to his comment, right? In a separate video. And I checked his Instagram and he was, he was selling weed. He was openly selling weed on his Instagram. Mm. Right. And obviously that's kind of That's illegal in the UK right It's legal right <laughs> Kind and, of illegal yeah <laughs> Yeah it's kind of illegal yeah uh, It's a class B drug anyway So I was like Yo uh, Yo Look at this guy You are And he was Oh one, one, What really pissed me off was He said You look like a product of incest That's what he said You look like a product wow. of incest Sorry. It looks Sorry, like a product what? Yeah exactly When he looks like he, he looks like he looked like Jesus. He looked like a very high Jesus, like a stoned Jesus, right? He had like long hair and yeah. shit. Oh, like crackhead, like right? Typical, he's like a typical stoner, you know, stoner kind of guy. Mm. You yeah, know, the yeah. Western, bro, you know, the long hair and stuff. <laughs> I just call him crackhead. Yeah, through like a bong and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so obviously I made a video and I don't oh know what God. happened, but he got, he got really offended by it. Even though he was the one who started it all, he got really mm. angry. Mm. that made him even more angry and he started like really full-on harassing me in the comments right <gasps> and mm. after that video and i think it got like ten thousand views in one day uh mm. people were mass reporting his mm. account and he actually lost his account the very next day his oh, account was wow. like permanently banned right from tiktok and right. i was so happy you know when i woke up i was like of course. you know another another racist to the grave yeah yeah. But what he did subsequently was he made five separate accounts. Oh my like, god! Even more Who has the yeah, time? Was really full on five separate accounts to <sighs> fully just harass me. And he was like, "I'm about to send. Uh, I'm about to report you to your university." I'm like, "For what?" So I'm yeah. gonna. I know where you study. I know where you study. I'm gonna mm-hmm. report you to your university. You're gonna Creepy. get kicked out. Ha ha ha! Say goodbye to your degree. Blah blah blah. I was like. Go for it. I think my university yeah. will give me a medal for like, you know, trying to fight <laughs> racism, right? Instead of, yeah. you know what I mean? And he yeah. was like, he duetted one of my veil, which I actually still have, where he was pulling his eyes back, you know, to oh mock me. God. Like he duetted. Oh, yeah, he was like, is it okay? Doing? Oh, God. And then in his video, he was like, ah, ching, chong, ding, long. And then he was like pulling his eyes back and stuff. And he's from the UK, by the way. And so mm. I was like, okay, this guy's really pissing me off. He's not stopping. No matter how many times I blocked him, he comes mm. back with another account, makes another video. He tags me in a video mm. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I was like, you know, and at one point I was, I was quite scared. You know, I was quite scared Yeah, uh, that he mm. would, he would take extra, you know, some of these people, some of these people are crazy. They will actually take it so personal that they want to physically hurt you. They want to mm. physically hurt you. Right. Um, especially mm. when you like, you humiliate them like that. And yeah. when I messaged him on Instagram, I was like, you better, f- I, I, I messaged him on Instagram. I said, you better stop right now. And he was like, not when you literally made a video about me that, uh, that got about 10,000 views to embarrass me. I was like, you started it. You were the <laughs> yeah. one who started it. It's not like I made a video about you out of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. You were being mm-hmm. super racist and like xenophobic, whatever. And he didn't see anything wrong with it. He was like, that's not racist. I'm just telling the truth. You do work for the CCP. I was like, oh all right. God. I was like, all right, buddy. All right, buddy. Yeah. So I contacted the police because yeah. at that point I was, I was kind of scared, and I knew he lived around the uh, the Cambridge area or something. So right. I contacted the police there, 
And the police mm. were super, super helpful. We were on the, I was on the phone with him for like, I don't know, two hours wow. just telling wow. him about this particular stuff. And he told me that um, this harassment and all his comments constitutes mm. a hate crime under, under like UK law, right? And yeah. then if they actually found him, when they, if they actually found him, uh, I can actually take him to court for like, you know, hate speech and all that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the unfortunate thing is, I didn't, I, I think it's not his real name. Even mm. on his Facebook, he calls himself Zion Sky. So the police had like some troubles, like shifting through records and stuff. Because I, we don't have it. We don't have a Zion Sky here. We don't have this guy name. But if we do find him, um, mm. do you want to take him to court and stuff? Mm. But surprisingly, when I called the police and I was talking to them um, for like two hours down the phone, uh, he, he, he just stopped out of the blue. He stopped. Yeah. Did he know you? That's the scary. Very, I, wow. I, no, he doesn't know. I didn't tell him. I'm, I'm not like, I'm about to call the police now, but I just called the police. And, but when I started talking, he just stopped and that's it. That's the end of our interaction. He never came back. After that's that, very sad. Which was, yeah, that's, that's so really, scary. Yeah, so he just, he harassed me for like one day and, disappeared the next but the timing of that is very strange yeah the timing was like impeccable right it was like right yeah. on when i started talking to the police he stopped um so yeah mm. so, yeah that's one of one of the practical thing i did from tiktok yeah no, good calling the police. yeah yeah, it yeah. Was, well done what i was hoping hoping the scenario that was running through my head was that the police would bust open his door and yeah. like <laughs> see him cultivating weed and like oh no not only are we arresting you for hate speech Oh, possession yeah. of a class B drugs, we're gonna do this and that. You wanted to well, obviously, hit, yeah. that didn't happen. Yeah. Two birds, well, obviously, that story. didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been yeah. that would have been like a movie. <laughs> that would be <laughs> your life is a movie. movie. Yeah, that was dramatic yeah. as hell. Oh, my goodness. But, but I have a question, realized, though. Do you yeah. do you regret starting TikTok mm-hmm. then? Do you regret any mm-hmm. of it? Um that's a good question. Not if I can turn back time, I mm-hmm. What I would do is, I you know what? Actually, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, even when I talk about the um, uh, the all the pick me kind of content that I made. In oh the yeah. Past, <laughs> even though it's bad, yes, it's bad. Yeah. But it actually grew my following to a mm. decent size enough to actually like boost my content. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like and also educate uh, I, them as well. Yeah, exactly. I see so I see so many people who post like really really educational videos but they get mm-hmm. zero views because mm-hmm. they don't have that fan base to start with right yeah. and they, they're mm-hmm. trying to be like me they're trying to call out these races you know they get a lot of racist comments or like racist conversations in real life even but mm-hmm. when they make a video about it exposing these people mm-hmm. it gets nowhere because they get like two views they get two views mm-hmm. and stuff, right um, you need you need a fan base to actually mm-hmm. make the difference uh, on mm-hmm. social yeah. media and so yeah, but to answer your question, I don't, I don't regret it. I don't regret it because I did, I did make however small an impact. I hope, I hope yeah. you did, right? I, I mean, so. I found yeah. you and I live in like um, an hour up north. So like, I'm sure like I'm, a lot I'm of people found you. the land down Australia, under. Yeah. So no, I, like my first impression of your videos was that it was very unique and fresh, but like very like much needed i think um much needed yeah like i didn't see your earlier videos <laughs> so <laughs> thank god i am i have a great impression <laughs> of you but like the i watched your latest videos and that's when it came on my for you page as well and it was like yeah. very um i just thought it was really relatable 
as like yeah. um, I could relate to experiences and amidst this like TikTok phenomena as well. So yeah, no, I think you're doing a really good job and congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, the thing I actually encourage more people, especially like um, Asians who grow up in the Western society, like the mm. both of you to, to actually like voice. Like, I know for, for me, for example, I've literally only started living in the UK of about three, four years ago. Right. And mm. through these three, four years, I realized, especially on online spaces, um, the discrimination that um, a lot of us face. And even more so, if you grew up here, uh, I can't imagine the kind of uh, things that you go through, right? I'm pretty sure each and every one of you definitely went through yeah. some, some, some sort of instances of racism or like discrimination or like mm-hmm. you know, people yeah. just alienating you because you're Asian when so. you were younger. Yeah, It does start yeah. subtle. Like I did live in predominantly i don't know if it's weird saying it like this but predominantly like more areas white. with more white people yeah 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 <laughs> um especially like it starts small with like lunch boxes obviously like mm. uh, right now anything yeah. korean is like a little bit too obsessive but it's still quite popular and people think it's trendy and in with the times and everyone's like oh squid games yeah. and all that stuff but yeah, squid games. You know, that time yeah like <laughs> maybe like 15 years ago or even i don't know like um almost 20 years ago it just wasn't like that. So people would just like be like, mm. oh, what, you know, what, what are you having for lunch? Like, what is that? Like, why are you eating that? Um, and then yeah. it just like, it's, it's traumatizing to this day though. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, Hanju, but like to this day, if I go to work confidence. or something. Yeah, yeah. And I if I go to work like, with like ethnic food. Yeah, mm. exactly. And I think it did contribute to me being shy when I was a kid, but I, I'm, mm. to this day, I question, is it because I was shy or is it because I was afraid to express myself? So it's mm. like, I think it did contribute a little bit. Um, but I think a lot of people like um like East Asian friends that I have, like mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of internalized racism because of that. Mm-hmm. It's really ironic. It's like because yeah. of those childhood experiences, um, they develop this defense mechanism where you yeah. don't want to associate yourself with we call them like fobs here, which is like fresh mm-hmm. off the boat, which is like a terrible way. Um, but it's like international students or people who seem more Asian or like East Asian. Um, And then like the, you know, second generation kids here would try to like, I I guess they try to disassociate themselves from that. And they're like, no, 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 like I'm different. I'm more white or like I'm more Australian. So I think, and then I think when people get up, get to their, you know, 20s and their mid 20s, um, they actually really go back to their, you know, motherland cultures or their roots and they they have this sort of identity crisis and i think Mm -hmm. it's this balancing of like your hybrid because you are going to coexist with like two cultures but Mm -hmm. um i think people are doing a lot of unlearning of their own internalized Mm -hmm. racism which i think i also experienced i think in high school mm-hmm. because i was like one of the two asian girls or like east asian girls in like a big, in. Yeah, big in. group of yeah. like um like white friends literally even though i would watch korean drama at home i wouldn't mm. like no one could relate to that at school so i wouldn't exactly. be like hey guys did you watch um man from the other star or i don't know the english translation <laughs> and then no one would be like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. so uh, i would only talk about vampire diaries or gossip girl and pretty yeah. little liars and um, maybe like I was kind of scared to like say like yeah I watch the airs and you know mm, always like mm, mm, actors mm. action and everything because like I didn't want to mm. seem like weird I guess and I think yeah. I actually got over that from uni and um, yeah. I'm like 
so comfortable now I'm like yeah who cares like it's like what I want to watch but it took a long time yeah I think I was also I had that as well so can't blame everyone like it happens but I think when you feel more comfortable and you realize oh you yourself are also accountable and you're contributing to the wrong as well because you're afraid then exactly a lot of healing happens yeah but yeah like Jaron was saying like bringing lunch to work like does it still happen to you do you think <laughs> i mean i mean it doesn't the i would i wouldn't say bullying but like the teasing or whatever that doesn't happen now but like mm. i still have ptsd about it like i remember yeah, going to work yeah. and i had like kebab like burger yeah. and like i would literally like if anyone was there i'd be like oh my god i'm so sorry for the smell like i apologize in advance and i shouldn't need to but like it's still something that you know i'm constantly thinking about when i'm eating it i'm like oh maybe i need to hurry up and eat it so the right. smell goes away yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. But no one says anything now, which is, you know, good. Yeah. If they say something now, you know, they're... they're... You have, yeah, you can it's a bit questionable yeah, exactly. if, they, yeah. <laughs> if they say it now. Right. <laughs> but it's always I, in I, the back of my mind, though. Yeah. Mm. I know a lot of people, when uh, we talk about these issues, they're like, stop making everything about race. They always oh, say that, right? People. Stop making everything about race. Yeah. Like, it's not about race. Like, I love all human beings. That's a major red flag to me. Personally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they say, I don't see color. Say that. Super, yeah. I don't see color. Exactly. But yeah. the thing is, it's good to talk about race because... Now, is, people, yeah. yeah, they keep saying they keep saying stuff like, um, I wish we could go back to the older times when things are much simpler. I was like, oh, so you want to go back to the times when racism is openly acceptable? Exactly. Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Yeah, yeah exactly. People are silent. Now, yeah, but now things you know, are like, so yeah. different. I, feel, so I like those right? people yeah. that like also ask you questions as well. Like, you know, mm. they ask you, is it okay to say this and stuff like that? Like, what? why is this kind of racist? Like, I like yeah, when yeah. they actually exactly. want to learn. That's like yeah. better for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I mean, as like an international student, I feel the, the alienation, right? When I, when I came here, this, this, was, this was like the first time I came to the UK in 2018. I've never been to the UK before. I've been to like mm-hmm. Europe in general, like Italy and stuff. But I've never been to like England. When I came here, I was, there was a like culture shock because I felt so out of place. I really felt mm-hmm. so out of place for the first time in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, um, there's no one, that, there are people who look, who look like me. But mm. there's not a lot of us. And mm. during my first year, I was living in student accommodation. And it was mm-hmm. it was such a horrible experience because I didn't know how to I talk. That's to universal. Them. Yeah. yeah. I, UK, I didn't know like, how to talk yeah. to anyone, right? I don't sound like I don't sound like them at all. Right. Yeah. And I don't um all of them were white, by the way. All of them were white. Oh. Like I was like the yeah. one Asian guy in like in their entire hole and stuff. And it was just so they didn't talk to me. I didn't talk to them. And, mm. and I didn't like how they act. They were partying every day. They were mm. drinking and smoking weed in their room. And stuff. I was like, this, this is like a culture shock, you know? But <laughs> I was thinking, if I really wanted to fit in, then I would have to, like, really abandon, like, my, my sort of my roots and become more like a white guy myself, right? Oh, go mm. do this, go do, do that. I can't really talk about my culture. Can't really Because no one, as, as, um, no one would relate. No one, no one can mm. relate with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, imagining if I actually grew up in the UK, the sort of identity crisis that I'll face, you know, or like uh, the discrimination, whatever that I'll face, it'll be. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's it's very very apparent as well. Yeah. Even me, like when I was growing up, I tried mm-hmm. to be as white as possible. I was hella mm-hmm. whitewashed. Like all my mm-hmm. Asian friends would like tease me for it. I was really mm-hmm. whitewashed. And then I think when I was like eighteen and stuff, I started to like relearn like my yeah. um, country's yeah. language yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. I'm, you know, okay. Like I mean, I was quite surprised with you, Hanji. Like when you were talking, we were talking about Bollywood. I was like, this is the first time I've ever had like a non-Asian, well, non-South Asian mm. person to talk about Bollywood with. 
so like it's quite it's quite cool I love it like I like I think it's awesome and like I always love dancing and music so like yeah I think but I've, I've always... never been able to like speak about that with anyone right yeah mm. another thing that's like really strange though it's like most of my life before going on exchange to Korea so me and Jabran we went uh, we met yeah. last year at SNU mm-hmm. um And like I think for 21 years of my life, I felt I always felt like I was more Korean than Australian. And like, oh. even though like I felt Aussie, like maybe not enough, because like, I always like had my um like Korean background that other friends couldn't fully, fully like yeah. relate to. But then when I went to Korea, I've never felt I never felt more Australian. And then I came back. feeling that oh my god I am I feel more Australian than Korean so it's like yeah this is really mm. bizarre experience and I think I think throughout our lives like you said Alistair with like you're wondering like what it would have been like how chaotic it would be if you were actually born in a western country yeah. I think that I think it's going to be a constant struggle but I think yeah. we become more aware of it and we become more accepting of that sometimes it's not going to be perfect and sometimes you're going to be constantly guilty for feeling mm. like you're whitewashing yourself but it's also a defense mm. mechanism because you're trying to adapt right but at the same time yeah, exactly. you're not like your parents who have stronger cultural roots because you always had two cultures so i think mm. i think like as long as like you're aware of it and you're trying to educate yourself and like question am i doing this for the right reasons like it's okay to always feel like you don't know which side of these mm-hmm. that you sit at because that's how I feel I'm like I don't know anymore you know yeah I'll, I'll find out but I think I'm okay with that I don't know I'll just make you. my own space that's yeah. what I do let's take a quick break we'll be back soon I feel like I'm oversharing my life a bit on this podcast. <laughs> no, go on. So I saw this Facebook post, right? And then this lady was like, I'm Vietnamese. And then my like husband is like white. <laughs> and we're going to have a child. And we don't know what to name our like, kid. Like if we should give her yeah. a Vietnamese name. So she was Vietnamese and she wanted to give an English name. And then the husband, yep. who was white, wanted to give the child a Vietnamese name because he was like, why wouldn't you, you know, like, you're Vietnamese and, like, mm-hmm. I think our kids should embrace um, the culture and it's a beautiful Vietnamese yep. name. But because she experienced a bit of subtle yep. racism growing up and yep. she thought it would be more convenient for her child if the child had an English mm. name, she was like, what do I do? What do you guys think? And a lot of the comments, it was quite interesting. Like, people were saying her husband as a white person shouldn't have the right to have a say in this because he doesn't know mm. the struggles that she's mm. been through. Because oh, yeah. he's seeing it as like a, just a positive, like optimistic, no, like it's a beautiful name, why not? But then he hasn't been in her shoes and maybe she has her reasons mm. for wanting a more convenient life for a child when everyone else is like, but isn't that just like, you know, um, assimilating? Like, what are we? So I, I just didn't know what to think about that. What do you guys think about that? Like, and would you give your child a, I guess, a more ethnic name or I guess an Anglo-Saxon? Is that a Caucasian name? <laughs> I... I personally side with the mom for sure because mm. um, I personally see how Asian names are butchered. Uh, there's even there's no right university. or wrong answer, by the way. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, it gets absolutely butchered. Uh, I think I made a video uh, a mm. while ago uh, where one of my classmates, I was I was doing the bar exam, right, and one of my Malaysian mm. classmates, uh, her name was pronounced Ngar. It was uh, spelled N G A R. Yeah. Yay. And my my lecturers 
pronounced it as like the N word throughout oh the year. Oh my god! Yeah, and every time they she says it, I was so uncomfortable. I was like, this is mm. like absolutely butchered. Like even now, when I'm doing my masters, right? Um, uh, some of the like Japanese names and stuff. The, the I I mean, you can't really blame them for not knowing how to pro uh, pronounce it, but. It, it's a. I think it's common courtesy if you at least ask them how to pronounce it and try yeah. your best mm. to emulate that. But they don't. They just pronounce it how it is in their head. And yeah, I mean, your name it's is very identity, frustrating, right? though. I I sometimes yeah. don't think why people try hard enough because my name is exactly. two syllables, Gibran. Like that's mm. literally it. And they <laughs> you don't believe the amount of trouble they have pronouncing that. And then like they'll come back to me five minutes and they're like, oh, I forgot your name. I'm like, it's two syllables. It's yeah. not that hard. I yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I agree. I can relate to that. Throughout my life, I used Hendrew and it has um like a space in the middle because like I yep. think when my mom was like putting the legal documents stuff, like Korean names, like there's like two like sort of syllables, like which is two separate words, and then you have your surname. Like it was so difficult. That space made it so difficult for teachers to like pronounce my name. So like it was just like, I just knew everyone would get my name wrong. Like, it was just like the mm. norm. And mm. if there was a substitute teacher, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is it going to be today? Is it going to be like, is she going to yeah. call me Juju? It was really frustrating. And in a way, I could understand the mom, like, in that post. Mm-hmm. and Because she wanted to put it as a middle name, like the traditional Vietnamese name to be the middle name. I guess this is like another thing where it's like a personal decision and they shouldn't have to feel yeah, guilty I, about it. Yeah, I see it. both sides of mm-hmm. the argument. Yeah. Because I like, I remember like going mm. to like uni and stuff and if you had group work and you had to like say your name and it was all mm. white people, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah. like, I don't want to do this. And I'd just be like to the point where I would be like, <laughs> just call me Jib. Jib you know, yeah. like it was just tiring at that point. I, I read something about that too. It's like ethnic people with ethnic names um, are so used to having their names like, giving it like a name and like sometimes it's like sometimes it's you feel closer to the other person because like you you refer to them as a nickname at the same Mm -hmm. time it's like not giving that same sort of respect for the name and we're always like becoming like funny or like fun characters like do you mean like Like, mm -hmm. you have to accommodate them instead of the other way around yes Um, yeah yeah. that's the thing that's the thing it's always you you it's always you that has to make variation or accommodation for for, yeah, for like society in general. Yeah. And what I what I thought was like, uh, for example, I'm trying to be like a barrister, right? Like a lawyer. And mm-hmm. I'm trying my best to like maybe find a job in the UK if I can. But mm-hmm. I know for a fact, um, for example, if I don't have an English name, mm-hmm. I wonder how that would like reflect on like my chances. If I have like a full ethnic name without the Alistair, for example, just Sim mm-hmm. Kuryao. Uh, mm-hmm. when employers they look at my my cv or something like that would they think like oh man sim korea that that sounds like a chinese chinese guy or whatever you know like um mm-hmm. so i'm thinking how significant yeah. it is to have an english name I know. in like western society when you're finding a job so i i actually have something to say to that yeah. i feel like you two yeah. have confessed to something so maybe it's my turn to confess to something i don't know Gibran, if you don't if, i don't know if you know this um but i do have a backup english name and i don't know if you've seen from I did my not know this from linkedin because i because alistair called me by this evelyn he, yeah evelyn, so i have yeah. that's my kind of it's not a fake i just thought name. that was your middle name it's my legal like as a middle name but oh going back to what alice just said um i have been using that at work oh, and a part yeah. of me feels like really guilty about it and like I feel yeah. like after lockdown 
after like reflecting and just like feeling like I know myself more I kind of regretted it and I thought okay if I'm moving or if I'm going to the next place I'm like gonna put an end to that book and just like scrap mm. Evelyn because like I think when I was like 19 and I think I overthink mm. it a bit and I always wondered what would it be like would my experience as a person change living in Australia if I had a white name I can't tell you how much more convenient my life was nobody got my name wrong and that was such mm. a bizarre experience for me Get working. but then I wasn't sure if it was because it gave me more confidence that I knew that they wouldn't get my name wrong. Now I know. Now I, you know, mm. fed that curiosity, very sure about keeping my ethnic name, not changing it. I, mean, I feel like this is just my theory. When mm. when an employer, they look at your CV and it's like a full ethnic name, I feel like they have a preconception that this, this yeah. individual wouldn't know how to speak mm. proper English. That's what my theory, at least, like one aspect of it is like, oh, like oh so does this guy even know how to speak english and stuff will he fit in the group mm. because i did some research on some law firms because i'm trying my best to like get a job mm. here as i said before and when i look at the the team right entire team i was thinking to myself all these law firms that i'm interested in will i even fit in no zero person of color people of color in it's all white they're all white yeah. i'm like if let's say i get accepted um, mm. unlikely chance I get accepted I'll be the only person of color in the entire office I'll mm-hmm. feel super super uncomfortable I'd rather place, work yeah. in even yeah. one person who I can relate to will be fine but when there's none at all can you imagine like yeah. I, I, I personally feel like I wouldn't be happy if I if if I worked there yeah so it's a, it is it is kind of a struggle to be honest and, I don't know if you guys have seen yeah. um, Killing Eve but you know Sandra oh the, the main character yeah yeah. Um, she was talking about this as well like because she's obviously from America she went when she filmed yeah. it in the UK she was saying that she thought America was bad but the UK is like decades behind mm. in terms of like mm. inclusive like diversity inclusivity. Yeah. yeah diversity yeah. and stuff mm. like that she was like it's decades behind like everyone off screen was like white like all the camera crew the producers yeah. they were all white which is such a shame no, and uh recently uh, uh recently it's like the Supreme Court right in the UK they made like mm-hmm. this program to uh, in, increase diversity. They say, because there's never been a person of color sitting on the Supreme Court, the UK Supreme Court ever in history. And they were like, oh, let's, I'm going to have this program where people of color, prospective barristers or lawyers, you guys can apply for this internship at the UK Supreme Court. But at the same time, I feel like even then, it's all just lip service. They're doing it for yeah. the sake of doing it because mm-hmm. they're under a lot of scrutiny, right? A lot of these universities and all that, like Cambridge and Oxford, are under scrutiny mm. for for lacking diversity. And they're just doing it for the sake of doing it. They're not yeah. doing it because they want to. It's like but tokens, mm. people who get into oh, yeah, um, these universities are just tokens, you know, just tokens yeah. to show, look, we are very diverse. But in reality, they don't, I don't know, it's... It's it's tough spot, you know. It's tough. I don't know. Maybe you have to be the change. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You have I also to be agree the with that. I think you do yeah. have to be the change. But also, I yeah. think there's going to be some people that are going to be like, "Oh my god, it's just a name. It's not that deep." But it's not deep to yep. them. Yeah, doesn't exactly. mean it can't be deep to you. Mm. It's your name. Exactly. It's your identity. Yeah, and you're faced with like the um, people constantly downplaying the issues that you face. Oh, they always yeah. downplay. It's gaslighting. Yeah, when they have no, they have no place to talk you know you you've never been you, you like for example white people right they 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 have no idea they have no idea and when you talk about for example oh how privileged uh they how they benefit from the system and all that they'll they'll always come with this argument well yeah. um my my black my black friend earns more money than me 
how am I privileged? I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, that's not, that's not. It's privilege because, you know, like everything that we've talked about today, some people just don't even have to consider that. And Mm. it's just taking more mental capacity for us to having to, you know, we have to make these micro decisions every day that actually piles up. And that's Mm. the problem. And like, I love, like I have white friends and like, it's not a problem. Like I love white people, but then, um, (laughs) you know, some people are like, you know, my family came here from the first fleet. And I'm like, yeah. I really can't relate to that. You know, you know, <laughs> like I didn't come here in the 1700s. Like my family did it. It's just, it's just a different experience that you just don't know until you've been through it. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah. I mean, I, I understand a lot of people on TikTok, like they're angry. They say, oh, you guys like to blame white people on with everything and stuff. And mm. I don't, I don't advocate for. I know there's a lot of accounts on TikTok who, whose sole purpose is to like, to make white vi- white people as like villains and all. Mm. And I certainly mm. do not advocate for the view that like all white people are like racist. They're falling under this racist category and stuff. But um, when we say like white people, you know what we're referring to. You know who oh, we're yeah. referring. To. We're referring to the igno- ignorant ones. Yeah, we're not mm. referring to everyone. That's what a lot of people think that we're referring to every single white people that exist. So need to clear the air on that one, I think. But the non-ignorant ones know that as well. And when we call them, like when we refer to them like that, they they also know, like they do it themselves yeah. as well. Like my white friends will be like, oh my yeah. God, like white people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That was a heavy, uh, yes. heavy that was, discussion. Like um, I just had, I felt like there's a lot, um, but it feels good. It's like letting everything out of my chest to like. Literally, yeah. we haven't even met very you. It's like pouring our yeah. hearts out here. Like, <laughs> wow. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. We'll be back. <laughs> I think we're up to so you mentioned that you just graduated from law um yes. and in terms of your tiktok content do you see yourself continuing tiktok uh with your ongoing law Career. endeavors um does that concern you at all um preparing for the mm. bar being a barrister and continuing to make tiktok content no because uh frankly i don't really care if my tiktok dies or anything like that i mean I, i'm not like <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio or whoever or how, however <laughs> or whoever she today. is I, yeah I do not rely on TikTok as like a source of income mm-hmm. um it's literally a place for me to dump my thoughts uh, yeah sort of like a platform to talk about what I'm passionate about I'll post whenever I want to it's not like I have a fixed schedule like mm-hmm. PewDiePie right for example I have to post a video every PewDiePie. week or something yeah, uh, yeah. I was actually gonna ask you this though um yeah as someone who is like I'd say like kind of TikTok famous right does it pay? Uh, no, it doesn't because I'm not part of the creator fund. I'm not part of the creator oh. fund at all. I do not subscribe to that. I mean, and I do not have any like sponsorships or anything. I know mm. there's a lot. I don't know why people do this, but some people with like way less followers than me, they put like um like their Venmos or like cash apps out, hoping oh. people will, like donate money to them, like give money to them and stuff. I mean, mm. nothing wrong with doing that. But my main purpose on TikTok is not to earn money or anything because I'll never reach that level enough to make a living from these like mm. social media so social social apps are you so, yeah. sure i think three hundred thousand followers is quite a lot though um it it is but it's not enough to you know reach that that i don't know celebrity kind of status if you know what right, i mean like quit right. your job yeah and stuff. um yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's not enough for me to like leave everything behind, like the North Star boys, right? And then just start my <laughs> oh, own like organization and business yeah. and all that. Yeah. So yeah. wait, so, so yeah, can uh, I ask what? Um, so hypothetically, if you were to join the Creative Fund, what happens? Uh, I think for like I don't know, for every thousand views, you get a couple of cents, I guess. Oh, okay. So. Imagine how how many views you need to rack in for you to be mm. able to comfortably make a living from TikTok. But of course, uh, when I go live, I do. I have made money from TikTok before. Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I, I never. Is that when I go live, um, sometimes some very generous viewers will like send me gifts, and some of these gifts can, then can be converted into money. Uh, they'll send oh. it into your PayPal. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I've made so far from like. The two years I've been on TikTok, like maybe two hundred pounds, two hundred pounds. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, not bad, right? But obviously that's not enough, right? Yeah. Considering mm. back then I went live almost every single day, it was like a part-time job, right? Going live mm. like <laughs> one hour, thirty minutes, or like two hours even sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I only earned two hundred pounds throughout my entire TikTok uh, career, if you if you like to say. Mm. But yeah, to Have answer any- your question. I was gonna ask, have any um yeah. like sponsorship deals been made your way, like yeah. been offered to you? Uh no, but recently I believe a company did like say they like my con I don't know if it's a scam. They have a blue tick on Instagram. You think everything's a scam? <laughs> yeah, it, trust issues. Scam, but they like <laughs> we would we would love to send you like some stuff, some mm. stuff if you would be happy to talk with us and stuff. I haven't accepted the request, but because I'm scared, it's a it's a scam. <laughs> but they hadn't said take the leap yet so but but yeah but in terms of like sponsorships and all that no no i wouldn't say i've right. received any kind of sponsorship i know a lot of people have sponsorship with cold water like the cold water or something like the water bottle brand or something but i believe that's in america that's in oh, america okay. but right. yeah um, i don't think i've seen that but yeah but yeah nah no sponsorships and i'm not interested to be honest i'm not interested in doing like oh. sponsorships promoting oh products my God. we're like, like completely different people i would be uh, raking it in <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i guess i guess you could say that yeah so yeah um interesting. To, to answer hunter's question uh to in terms of balancing i'll always put like my education and family and whatever else first tiktok is it's not i wouldn't hurt. say nothing to me but yeah. just mm-hmm. a side yeah it, it's link. gonna die with that. <laughs> It, really, it might die one day. Yeah, Aww. it might die one day, and we might move I do on feel to like something. The social apps. media apps that we've used these days, like it, they only last for about three, four years. Like even Instagram now exactly. is kind of like dying down. No, yeah, look at what happened to Musically. Yeah, yeah, true. look at what happened to Musically. So I, I might have three hundred thousand followers now on TikTok, but maybe if we move on a, to a different app, I might have, I don't know, a thousand. You know, who who knows? Mm, this this, yeah. this type of thing is not sustainable. Your, your clout true. can literally die. You can be famous overnight. But your clout mm. can literally die overnight as well. So yeah, that's true. Ooh, Unless you're Charlie, Dim, however you say her yeah, name. But also, fun fun question about this to you guys. Um, you know how she's like the number one TikToker, right? Yeah, I've yes. never once seen her come up on my for you page. Exactly. Never same. once. Same. That's actually true. But I think I've there's something very sus about that. That is. Yeah, exactly I see like people like stitching her. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. I've never seen her once come that's up. That's so creepy. That is so true. Yeah, or, like, like Bella, Porsche, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah. But she is, is that famous. 
Didn't she um, get seated next to Beyonce or something for the Met Gala? Or there was like a leak of the um, seating arrangements. People were going crazy because all of these TikTok um, celebrities were. Oh, I think I saw next that. To the yeah. real celebrities were like, "What? I should have started TikTok if I was going to see <laughs> Ariana Grande and like all this stuff." But um, yeah, it's quite bizarre. It's weird that, yeah. Mm. It's a weird world we live in. It is. Yeah, it is, it's quite it strange. It is a very weird world. Um, very strange indeed. Us, do you have any questions for us? Oh, <laughs> um, put you yeah, on the spot. I do actually. Like, um, do you guys do this kind of? Po- how long have you been doing this podcast? I'm quite interested. Like, how did it all start? How really? did it start, Ooh, Origin story. Um, yeah. How did it start? It started from me and Hanju watching yeah. Netflix together. Like we used yeah. to do Netflix party. <laughs> mm-hmm. So right, we used right, to watch right. like anime and like like K dramas oh, and stuff like that together. And our and comments were I funny. Remember, we found yeah, ourselves like, funny. You know, there's like a comment section. So we'd like, we'd always laugh and like post stuff on there. And then I remember Hanju said to me once, one day, like, oh, we should do like a Twitch live stream. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know what, I don't Twitch really know like what Twitch thing. is. Yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, like, let me ask my friends. But it wasn't really possible. So I don't complicated. Think. It was so complicated. We realized yeah. um, if like, because Twitch is live, like it'll be harder with the editing process and things like that. And honestly, mm-hmm. just setting mm-hmm. up like, just like we were like, Gibran, like what's going on? Like, you know, we're like, no, no, we're too old for this. Like, let's just drop it. Yeah, we didn't know what was going on. Um, and then yeah we decided on a podcast but it was it was really um like what would you say about like the content and stuff like how did we kind it of started that? it started because it started we wanted to reminisce yeah netflix but also reflect on our like exchange journey oh, year a bit and yeah. sort of share experiences um i guess we're both like foreigners myself as well mm. like in korea and how you know, so some of the culture shocks that we experience and like the best times as well. And then I guess like the Netflix thing as well and just like trends that we were interested in. And honestly, I think mm. we, number one, love talking. And number two, we <laughs> love listening to ourselves talk as well. And yes, three, like true, yeah. uh, we like talking to each other. So I think it just worked out well. And, you know, despite some technological obstacles, we're here with two mics. And a camera yeah so, surprisingly but to answer your question i think we started like september i think yeah was it september For, yeah it wasn't yeah, that long not ago. too long ago yeah. um september of this year this year oh, this, this year, year? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah literally like two three months yeah. ago we're in season two so you've joined yeah. um us at a good time yeah it's been i think it's taken a really interesting turn where um now we're using this to actually you know inform and also learn ourselves about different things mm. that we wanted to and make mm-hmm. it as like mm-hmm. you know full of variety and diverse as possible so you know we have the chance to talk to you like this is so cool like we get to talk to someone like for me like someone in another country yeah. like we learn about astrology we learn about like physics everything mm. so I think it's just a fun way to I think also there's a new phenomenon where people feel really connected online but they also feel really lonely and I think yeah, sometimes cool. I think that's why a lot of people watch mukbangs or listen to podcasts when they're getting ready mm-hmm. or driving to the car because they like feeling like, you know, their friends are around or like someone's actually yeah. there. And I think that's why yeah. podcasts are also quite popular as well. Also because it's informative, but it keeps you company um, when you're mm-hmm. like alone on a train or exactly. driving or brushing your teeth. So I think it, it works out well that I think we're more approachable in this kind of chatting. Very freestyle approach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is a good idea. Very, very good. That was idea. a great question. No one has ever asked us that yeah, before. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Oh my god, someone actually cares. <laughs> someone actually you would cares. think that's the most. 
you would think that's the most like basic question, right? The, the right. We, I don't think we've discussed it. Yeah. The little things. Yeah, how you start yeah. like the podcast together. Wait, Hanji has one more question for you. Oh my yes. god, it was okay. Jibran wanted to ask this, but okay, so he wants I, to. Know, I didn't even write this. What, no, I didn't write. You wrote it. So, what's your skincare? <laughs> what? I think he likes you. I think he thinks that you have good skin. Um, so what, what's your, I do not recall your... writing this, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take it. Go on. What's your skincare? Uh, so I think it's very, very simple. I, I know you probably think I have like a huge range of like cosmetic products and stuff, but I actually just use a scrub and a mm-hmm. cleanser with a moisturizer. That's it. Three things. Every day. I use so every you're not going to share the brand? Yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite. Quite secretive. Uh, called, Product placement. It's called New Neutrogena. Neutrogena. Oh, Neutrogena. oh right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's like the vitamin C orange pill kind of brand. Oh, yeah, I just use okay. that on a daily basis. Oh. But mm. I, I care more about my hair than my skin, honestly. Uh, like you, you have great We should have asked about your hair. How rude of us. We should have, we asked the wrong question. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm very meticulous about like my hair. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Very meticulous oh. about my hair for some reasons. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that I guess is. <laughs> I thought we went I mean, from like racism great, like... to skincare. To skincare and then hair. <laughs> meticulous about hair. Oh, that's great. I mean, both of you look great. Both of you have like great hair. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Eyebrows um, and everything. Thank you. Are you using <laughs> you like hair like wash brush? It's like a brush that you use to wash your hair instead of your hands. Yeah. Um, it's changed my hair. Oh, like the um, it's like the spiky ones, huh? Yeah, spiky yeah, there's a spiky one. <laughs> yeah, 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 I use that too. And it like gives you a massage. Uh, and I think it um, they say it stimulates your scalp. It stimulates yeah. it, and then you have more hair. So I had like really damaged hair, but I think you know it's like grown really well. So I'm really happy. Um, I'm so I think, happy it's, I think it's Coco and Eve. It's not sponsored, but Coco and Eve does great brushes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you, well, too. you guys had it here first. Yeah, yeah anyway, thank you yeah. so much for coming onto our podcast. Um, again, we hope thank you really you enjoyed me. it. I genuinely enjoyed I, it yeah, so much. Wow. I didn't think it was going to be this. I great. really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. It's so fun. So, uh, always wanted to do this, like talk to someone about like you know mm. what goes through my head and stuff. And mm. this is like the perfect channel to do so. So, oh. yeah, well, I'm a good. psychologist. So maybe that does aid to it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Therapeutic. Yeah, for sure. But thank but you yeah. for having Let's me. Let's keep in touch though as well though, Alistair. You guys please. can meet up in Bristol yeah, and have sure. Malata. I'm so jealous. I will join you guys oh. one day. Yeah. But if you, if you come at to Australia, now. if you come to Australia, like <laughs> um, hopefully in Sydney, not Adelaide and Perth, then yeah, honestly, we can talk about the law. You guys can do that. I'm never going to go <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> you're missing out, you're missing out. <laughs> that'll be cool guys that'll be very cool yeah but thank you so much for giving like us your time we really appreciate it but no worries no problem anytime anytime and thank you for having me guys i really appreciate it really of course, appreciate yeah yeah mm. thank you guys don't ignore us after this so that's it <laughs> don't, don't ignore <laughs> us after this they'll be like don't oh, unfollow they I won't, oh, I pestered me to be in the podcast i don't know them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i shall see you guys later then bye, bye guys cheers bye guys have a good day Take bye care. see ya bye.